everybody. Welcome back to A Discourse About Gaming, the podcast all about video games. I'm hey. Matt Hudson. And I'm Josh. Joined by Josh. How are you doing today, Josh? Oh, fantastic. It's one of those great days, a Wednesday in the middle of... No, it's Friday for them. Oh, you're sorry, the Friday. Show oh, my bad. <laughs> You've revealed when we record the show. Oh, I'm excited for the weekend, Matt. I'm very excited. <laughs> oh, Friday, I just got off work. Looking forward to playing some games, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just hung up my uh, my hat at the steel mill. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm just, saying. <laughs> anyway, video games. The big news of the week is that Microsoft bought Bethesda Zenimax Corporation. And what's funny is I'm seeing like I'm I follow a couple random like little video game pages on Facebook, and I'm seeing like just random people like what? Like Microsoft owns Doom now. Yeah. Like so, Microsoft bought the Bethesda Zenimax umbrella of studios. Okay, let me put and this we can in. Read it off, can I put this in perspective yeah, really yeah, quick? So, basically, you have the, uh, especially something like E3, you have uh, the three big ones, the three big companies. You got Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo, right? And those are the ones that have the consoles, right? You got Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, Sony PlayStation, and Microsoft Xbox, right? Underneath those, you have four major companies, uh, and they're publishers mainly, right? So, you right. have. What do you have? You have Ubisoft, uh, EA, Activision, and Bethesda. Yeah, the, the, and main, the main ones. Yeah. The main four. Those are the pretty much the main four big ones that publish a ton of games. Right. So, we're in most of the time you have one. You have one of these uh, publishers maybe acquiring a certain IP or maybe a different developer, mm-hmm. um, and it's usually a smaller acquisition. Or you have even you might have Microsoft, like they acquired Obsidian, I believe, last year or two yeah. years ago, right? Yeah. So it's a little bit of a smaller of an acquisition. No, but like Sony bought Insomniac this th- year, yeah. for two hundred million. Wow, that's it. Yeah, Micro- that, <laughs> that paid off already because yeah, Spider-Man like immediately huge. paid off. Uh, so yeah, that's those are small. That's usually those what happens. Ones, I feel yeah. like this is a once in a lifetime thing where yeah, a giant is. company like Microsoft pays seven point five console manufacturer, a not console, just any, yeah. not just any game publisher, like yeah, a console manufacturer. Like if Sony bought EA. You'd be like, well, what? <laughs> like, it'd be insane. Like, yeah, that's, that's basically, basically what this is. That's yeah. it's exactly what because this is. they didn't just buy you know Bethesda Game Studios. They bought like the Zenimax parent mm-hmm. company, yeah. Overlord company, the Bethesda Game umbrella. Yeah, and I'll read them off. Like the umbrella is mainly like the big ones are Arcane Machine Games, Bethesda Game Studios, obviously, ID, Tango GameWorks, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse. And like the main thing for me is just like. How much did they pay for the for this acquisition? <laughs> they paid seven point five billion dollars. That's with a B. Billion with a B. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Disney, well, let's put this in perspective. Disney yeah. bought Star Wars for four billion. Four billion. Star Wars. S- Freaking like, Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, like I thought about this as like, okay, this is a huge deal. Like, oh, this is crazy. And my first thought, honestly, was like, oh. Now I don't have to buy Doom Eternal. <laughs> like, selfish. Go yes, straight to the I selfish could thought. I could just download it that's, pretty soon. That's funny. I thought the same. That's my exa- first thought. That like, my yes. first thing, my first thought also was Game Pass. This yeah. adds so much to Game Pass. Like so many different games. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing we'll get a lot of their old IPs. So everything. I really think every, every everything game that they've made that's readily available. We'll just available. be on Game Pass. Yeah. I think like. Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas. I think every Bethesda-owned Xbox One game will yeah. be on the you know the the 
smart delivery. Yeah. The, the whole network, you know, uh, like. Oh, man. Because, like, I don't know. This is a real quick side tangent, but is there anything that doesn't work on Series X? It all works, right? It, it all already, works. Yeah, yeah, they they yeah. confirmed all uh, of the previous three Xboxes. All of those games. So what? It, well, like the ones that are back. The ones backwards, that are backwards. Yeah, the ones that are. Yes. So yeah. what does smart delivery mean then? Uh, so smart delivery, I think from uh, Microsoft from, throws that word around. They do, and this smart delivery is different than just backwards compatibility. Smart delivery, from my understanding, is the uh, Xbox makes it uh, easy for different developers uh, to go back into their you know previously released games. And actually update them and upgrade them and, and improve the graphics, improve the uh, frame rate, whatever they want, they can improve on to match the new hardware. I, and that's the main difference between okay. just backwards compatible game, which you can have a backwards compatible game, uh, which I assume is going to happen on the Series S, right? You're going to have a lot mm-hmm. of backwards uh, compatible games that are not smart delivered. Well, Microsoft just came out and said that, well... Well, they also they just came out and said that because there was a report a week ago that said that Series S will play the Xbox One base version of stuff, not the X enhanced. But then Microsoft came out and said, no, they'll have some more enhancements, but it'll vary from game to game. Sure. So, so that must like, that must be just I'm guessing just the natural enhancements like yeah. that will happen automatically with new hardware. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge like tech it's guy. possible like Master Chief Collection will run at a higher frame rate. Oh, I bet. Series yeah. S, Without then, like, even having it, you know like nothing else. To if do. oh, uh, someone explained it to me earlier. If if a dev as far as frame rate if, like enables it. If a dev uh, enabled a varying uh, frame rate, then then. It will be upgraded to yeah. like let's say sixty to one twenty or thirty to one uh, thirty to sixty. But if a dev locks it in at thirty, like I'll, pretty much every first party Sony game locks it in at thirty uh, for most of those uh, third person action games, those are locked. And if that let's say theoretically those went to Xbox, uh, that would be locked at thirty. The dev would have to go okay. back in and actually change that. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a whole side tangent. I know. Though. Yeah. Well, like it's confusing <laughs> because it's like. There's all these Xbox One games that you can play on your One X, but not all of them are One X enhanced. And the ones that are, it's like, okay, did the developer go in and add stuff? Yeah. And, and I, I think it's like both. I think there's some games where the developer actually did work on it, and yeah. there's some where they did not. Yes. Right? You're it's like they see, just kind of unlocked it. You're going to naturally, yeah, you might just like, see some natural improvements. Just mm-hmm. uh, better, uh, of course, loading times, right? So the Spider-Man example uh, on PS5 and PS4, just the loading times... Without the upgraded version, it was just instant, right? Yeah, but the thing is, though, is that I the first thing I noticed with the One X when I got the One X was I was disappointed by how few games even took advantage of it. Really? Yeah, like there's a lot of games where it's just like like Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Same game. Like there's no enhancements, and that's a first party. Loading times might have been faster. Not noticeable. They are they are faster just because the hard drive is like a faster read speed than the regular. And I know the PS4 Pro did that with Bloodborne. It was a faster load speed and all that. Oh, the PS4 Pro did that. PS4 Pro did that compared to PS4 uh, for Bloodborne. Okay, so it's possible there'll be improved load times, that kind of thing. But like, there's not a dramatic difference from the one to the one X unless you're playing like. A big flagship game like Gears Five looks gonna... dramatically different. Yeah, because my brother, when he came out here, came down here last Christmas. He used the old Xbox One, and I used the One X, and we used them on TVs side, side by, by side, side. And the difference was crazy because wow. one was in thirty, one was in sixty. Yeah, FPS too. Like <laughs> that's a huge, huge difference. difference. Yeah, but most games aren't like that. 
And yeah. for me, it was disappointing. Like, okay, there's not that many games that take you, advantage of it. But I think the Series X, there'll be more games. Yeah, I was gonna say you probably you it's pro- your problem probably was you already played most of those big flagship yeah. games. So all the ones that did take advantage of it, you already played and beat on the original. So well, there's you, also like a lot of games where they prioritize resolution over frame rate, and that's always kind of disappointing. I personally, most it's games just, are like that. It's it weird. depends on the game for it me. It depends on the game, yeah. but most games don't even give you the option. Like it's just like, yeah, you get 4K and that's it. Like and Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds didn't have an option. I know it's just like 4K and it looked okay, good. I guess, I wanted frame rate for that. Yeah, one. because yeah. it doesn't look good. Like, yeah, it's kind of. A, I don't care how it looks good. better than the Fallout games. Yeah, like, the color palette looks nice. Yeah, it still kind but, of felt like a Fallout game though. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. That's janky. what's amazing about this <laughs> acquisition is now Microsoft owns. Well, they own all. Um, all three Fallout Studios. I don't know if you know this. I forgot there was. Uh, so I knew there was two. I didn't know there was three Fallout Studios. Yeah. So the you, ar- you mean uh, Fallout slash Skyrim, or sorry, Fallout slash Elder Scrolls? Like they both do. They do the same thing, right? Kind of. So the people who made uh, the original Fallout um are at another developer that microsoft just bought with this acquisition i'm trying to remember which one it is the original fallout you're talking yeah, about fallout one and two people. fallout one and two yeah i'm trying to remember which one it is then fallout three was bethesda uh east coast i forget what city um i'll cut out this dead space let me just figure find this i'm gonna write it down What was that? Well, I'll find it on here. I just don't remember. Was it Roundhouse? I can't remember which one it is. It was like they were called Interplay. Interplay Productions. Ah, okay. Yeah, in Exile, they make the Wasteland. They oh. make the Wasteland games. And the the guys who de- uh the guy who founded the studio, Brian Fargo, was an Interplay co-founder. Huh. And Interplay made Fallout 1 and 2. And them making Wasteland was them trying to make their own like modern version of Fallout. Mm. And so like Microsoft bought Obsidian. Yeah. And they made Fallout New Vegas. And then Microsoft now owns Bethesda Game Studios and In Exile. Wow! Who made Fallout Three and Four and One and Two? I mean, In Exile didn't make One and Two, but it had, they have some of the same people. Mm. So now they have like a bunch of people from the Fallout universe. from the whole Fallout spectrum. Yeah, it's crazy how it's all come full circle. It's weird. Like, I wonder if any of them have like beef with each other or anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like in Exile, you're just ripping off uh, Fallout with yeah. uh, Wasteland. Well, that's what's funny is like in Exile, but they were the original. Yeah, could they just make a Fallout game now? Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I saw you. I'm sure some people saw this as well, but the, uh, a lot of people were tweeting out, "Hey, uh, Obsidian, and now that we have Fallout back, yeah, you got Obsidian and the makers of, and then you got Bethesda, which own Fallout IP. So, mm-hmm. in Obsidian's on Microsoft Studios, yeah, hey, New Vegas two, Fallout New Vegas two, that Is would that... be uh, that'd be cool, or just a new Fallout game from them would be cool. Yeah, but they've already they already made Outer Worlds, so it's kind of like, yeah, they make a sequel to Outer Worlds and make it, or just aren't they know. making a Vowed as well? Oh, which yeah, is like their new. Avowed, yeah. So I think what they're going to have is Outer Worlds and they, Avowed. 
They make a lot of games, though. Yeah. Like, in a short time, they made, you know, both Pillars of Eternity games, mm. the South Park games. Did you play any of those? No. Yeah, I didn't play any. It was very, like, old-school RPGs, and I thought about going to them, because they're on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I thought about playing them at some point, but I haven't gotten around to it. I know they're very, like, they old seem, school. They seem time sinky. Yeah. I've never played an RPG like that, so I don't even know if it's, like, my thing. That's what yeah. I'm worried. I'm, I'm worried I'm going <laughs> to get into it and I'm like, oh, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't yeah. know. I, don't, I haven't even tried it. I'll try it at some point. But, yeah, it does feel time sinky. It's like a big RPG. Time sinky and it's old school RPG, so you're looking at a lot of different moving parts, different systems. Uh you're gonna have to learn a lot for that. I might, I might try. <laughs> That's it. like the type of RPG where you have to like spend an hour or two like in researching information about the game, like how the systems work. Yeah, five minutes in, or else you'll build a character and then twenty hours in, the character's like doesn't work <laughs> in the game. Yeah, because the, you didn't upgrade like the charisma stat like, when you thought you could ignore like it. Like old school RPGs, even old school uh, Elder Scrolls and even Fallout, you put stuff into a talent tree and then yeah. you're stuck with that the rest of the even game. Like, even like. I was gonna say recent games, but this game's like sixteen years old. But even like yeah. Kotor, yeah, like there's useless stats in Kotor where yeah. it's like don't put your points into that. Yeah, the games now are more balanced where you can kind of just play how you want and it's fine. Yeah, but like yeah, they're older RPGs. You can build a character and just be completely screwed. Yeah, yeah. Before we get too much off on a tangent here, yeah, uh, this acquisition. What do, I want to go over a few things. What does this mean for exclusivity? on xbox they said they said phil spencer said right direct quote basically that you want me to find the quote you can find the quote but i'm pretty sure it was basically just that games will be exclusive on a case-by-case basis they said they weren't specific right yeah but who spends 7.5 billion dollars i've seen this argument so you're convinced they're gonna do exclusive on some games i feel like most of them have to be except for the ones that are already out there right now but that i See, I don't know. I feel like they can go either way. They can either I think go. Just, see, the, my oh, here's my thing. Okay. You know, you say what you're going to say. I'll, okay. They, I feel there, there's pretty much two different routes I could see them taking. They either go full exclusivity, say, fuck you, uh, PlayStation. Yeah. Well, you guys have a bunch of cool studios. Yeah. Now we got a bunch of cool games too. Uh, and kind of, you know, forcing people's hands to buy into the Xbox ecosystem. Uh, they can go that route. Uh, that doesn't fit with their marketing recently in the past year, even, uh, of, Hey, play anywhere. We, you know, we're the gamer centric, uh, studio, uh, you know, and company. We want you, we want you to be able to play wherever you're at, uh, on whatever you want, uh, they said, care. They they've said, said that. They've yeah. straight up that was, said that. Their press release said that you can play wherever you want. Like, <laughs> yeah. Their press release so basically this, said the big games aren't going to be exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This goes against that, and if they uh, this idea goes yeah. against that, so I they the other reason I could see them spending seven point five billion dollars for this acquisition is adding value to Game Pass. That's, that's exactly what I was. I knew <laughs> you were going to head that direction yeah. anyway, and that's what I was going to say. Yeah, because that's been their whole focus. Not just for the last couple of years, but mainly this year, like as they're pushing the Series S and the Series X, their whole like focal point, like the whole thrust of everything is just Game Pass. Yeah. And like they're really, I think they're really going to beef up the market. Once all these, the entire Bethesda Games network of games, I think they're just going to, they're going to put them all on Game Pass, yeah. right? Every yeah. single one. So that automatically adds like, value to Game Pass uh, that they weren't going to have before. Because yeah. I was thinking about this. It's not like Xbox is gaining new games that they didn't have before, right? Like all of these Bethesda yeah, games yeah. Uh, were 
IPs were on Xbox. Yeah. None of them were exclusive to PC or PlayStation, no. right? So it's not. Uh, that's what was a little bit confusing about this. It's not, it's not like they oh they acquired these studios now they're gonna be on Xbox. No, they were already on Xbox. Uh, it's so a, it's a little weird. So how what much is they, it? They spent that's a so lot of much. Money. They spent so much money just to sell Game Pass subscriptions. <laughs> that so, does but the, that's what it is. Is like, that that's it? That's like, intriguing. Yeah, they must be. They did announce Game Pass went from ten million subscribers to 15 million subscribers just over this year the past six months actually that's actually really crazy that's insane five that probably million has to do with increase. the pandemic too though it could be yeah yeah, yeah. that makes sense because game sales overall are higher yeah, yeah. and people are like oh i'm low on money i mm-hmm. could just spend yeah, 10 bucks it, a month and play what the heck hundreds you know? of games or whatever yeah. uh so that makes sense i think this is also uh, just it's it's going to continue to grow especially with acquiring bethesda you're going to have a lot of people say, why am I going to pay $70 probably for a next-gen Bethesda game yeah. when I can literally go onto my Xbox if I have one and, and, and pay 10 bucks for that month and just play that game and then unsubscribe. You don't and have to stay. Here's sp- the thing. This works because it worked for me. Yeah. I wasn't really planning on getting a Series X. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, whatever. I have a One X. And they said that, oh, every game that comes out in the next year after the Series X comes out, you can play it on your One X. It's fine. You can play it there. It's going to look worse, but you can still play it. There's not going to be like any big exclusive games. And so I was like, eh, why do I even want one? But I can just, I can play like Doom Eternal mm-hmm. with like even, there's probably going to be an even more enhanced patch for yep. Series X, you know, like. The demons will look even bloodier. Yeah, like there's going to be all these games now that are going to have more. Like there's going to be all these Game Pass games that I'll be able to play. Like I'm excited for Dragon Quest Eleven to come out. Oh, yeah. Dragon you want to play that on the X you're talking about? Like, I was going to play it on the One X because it's on Game Pass. Yeah. It's yeah. coming day one to Game Pass. Yeah. And I could just play it on the Series X and maybe there'll be more enhancements. Maybe there won't. Who cares? I think there'll be. But yeah. like still, like, I don't know. It just made it. And honestly, the all access thing this, is so easy. So the same too. thing happened to me actually about a year ago when Obsidian released uh, The Outer Worlds. Yeah. And I was... You know, this close. You can't see when I'm uh, just tiny, a little bit. Centimeter. Uh, yeah, centimeter. I, I was this close to buying it on PlayStation 4, on the, my PS4 Pro. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, the better version, whatever. But then it was announced that I was coming to Game Pass because they just acquired them. And that changed yeah. That changed where my money went. I went straight to Game Pass instead of buying it on the PS4. And that's going to be very appealing to people of uh, adding value to Game Pass Imagine having this when we were kids, when we didn't have money well, I, to spend I on did. games. I had Gamefly, and I kind of used Gamefly yeah. like like Game Passes. But now. how old were you when that came out? That was even probably in your teens. Yeah, like high school. Yeah. So yeah. imagine being a you know an eight year old, ten year old kid where yeah. you love video games and and but you just don't have the money for it, and your parents yeah. might not want to pay sixty dollars, seventy dollars a game. But this is appealing towards those parents as well. That it, and it. Think about I, I always try to think about low income families, right? You got mm-hmm. low income families, you got disabled gamers. Uh, I saw Alana Pierce make a good point, like, "Hey, this is going to help low income families that can't afford. They can only afford maybe a seventy dollars game once a year. Now they get hundreds for ten yeah. bucks a month or whatever. Uh, and if they do the all access thing, and the all access, it's which like is twenty five bucks a month for yeah. two years. And for disabled gamers, which uh, you know, The Last of Us did a really good job of... They have the uh, controller. They have the... Access- oh, and Xbox. Yeah, the adaptive, Xbox. whatever. What's it called? Adaptive controller, yeah. yeah. 
So that helps out with disabled gamers. But I've heard a lot of, uh, or I've heard a lot of Pierce made a, made a good point where disabled gamers, they might fork out, you know, 60 bucks for a game that they can't even play. They realized like 10 minutes oh, in, like, yeah. oh, I can't even play this. Uh, now's a really good point with Game Pass. They can, uh, they can jump in and try it. And if they can't play it, they can't play it, which is a bummer. But it's like, at least they don't. Hopefully they don't have my- a, hopefully they don't have a data cap. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. download a 120 gig game. Oh my like, God. Like, oh, time to delete it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is a very interesting move by, by Microsoft acquiring, the, you know, the big three acquiring one of the big four. Yeah. Uh, kind of to put in perspective that that's, yeah, it's like, it's like Sony buying EA. That's insane. Um, I saw another thing someone posted was like, hey, Microsoft now has EA and Bethesda. Because yeah, EA but EA plays, is not, EA's not day one. That's the only It's not day caveat. one. It's a yeah. little different. But Game Pass has EA and Bethesda. Not Maybe not day one for EA, but they have a lot. I mean, I don't know how long it takes, but like in a few months, they'll have the new... Well, the new Madden game is getting bad reviews. I don't know. What's a good sports yeah. game people like? FIFA. FIFA. Everyone yeah. likes everyone, FIFA. Yeah, everyone, be, everyone likes NBA. You can get a Series S for 25 bucks a month and just have FIFA. That's all, that's that's not a lot of money yeah. for a new console barrier, and to have unlimited access to all these games. The barrier of entry. That's what Microsoft yeah. removed this generation. And that's why I think they are doing something fundamentally, <laughs> fundamentally yeah. different than Sony and PlayStation. Even so, just like buying WoW. In yeah. the early 2000s, you'd have to buy the game for 50 bucks and then pay $15 a month to yeah. keep playing the game. And now you can have, for $10 a month, you could just play all these I was, games. And I was, like, a, I was a sucker. I was the one that did well, that. Well, so was like and 20 every, million other people. You know, and every like, expansion, right? Every expansion, you bought another $50 expansion. People are still playing WoW. And yeah. WoW Classic, you know? Yeah. And so the value of Game, ba- game Pass at this point, there's no argument against it, honestly. No, yeah. There's no argument against it. You got all the, you got literally Bethesda. So anyway, do you wh- think the PlayStation Plus collection holds any candle to a Game Pass? Because I don't. <sighs> I, I, I think it's totally different. I think they're yeah. I think the they're PlayStation going... Plus collection feels like a here's some old here's some old games. Have fun. And the Game Pass thing is here's some old games. Here's some old games. Oh, by the way, every new game we put out, you can play it right away. Yeah. Because Sony's never going to do that. No. Because they don't need to. They don't need to. Because you're still going to buy God of War 2. Yep. I'm going <laughs> to pay $70 for God of War 2. They uh, know that you're, we're going to pay $70 that, for God of War so 2. They don't care. That PS know? Plus collection where it's going to be a bunch of, uh, you know, very high-rated PS4 games, but they're still PS4 games. They're still last-gen. Um it is a great collection. I think there's only 18 games, though, or is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's only 18. It's like the whole Bethesda... Yeah, the acquisition was uh, 18 plus games. So I think that offering, I don't, at this point, I don't think it's uh, in direct response to Game Pass anymore. Yeah. I think they're, they're, oh, I'm not sure. Maybe it was in direct response to Game Pass, but it kind of fell short. I don't think it was. I think it was, they were probably thinking like, we need to have something to respond to Game Pass. Something, yeah. Maybe that's all it was. I think it's their like one little token. We're doing something good for the gamers. But again, most of the people buying a PS5 in the first year are hardcore gamers, anyways, right? Like, yeah. like you, we already all, we already played most of those games. I can mm-hmm. look at that list, and I probably only have you know three or four that I didn't play out of that eighteen. So that doesn't speak to me at all. Yeah. Honestly, I I'm gonna jump into Persona uh, just to try it out now <laughs> that it's are. free, right? Yeah. You know? I'm gonna jump into. Uh, Will you though? I don't know. 
<laughs> <laughs> Called you out. Not with Bethesda. You know, I actually do. I really want to look into Persona because so, everyone talks highly of it. Bethesda owns the whole Elder Scrolls series. So, do you want, hold on? Do we want to go over what Bethesda owns? Yeah, Maybe. let's just go. Let's, I'm gonna go. I want to go over what I think is gonna come to Game Pass. Okay. Especially because there's games that have come to Game Pass, like Doom used to be on Game Pass. And that's the thing is like they, now they've taken games off like Fallout Three. That took off. Okay, that's the thing. that's what I hate about Game Pass. Yeah, I don't like this about Game Pass. They put Red Dead Redemption Two on Game Pass like six months ago. Yeah, for one and it, month it just left. Yeah, or yeah, and like that kind of like they don't give a lot of warning. They give no. like a month to two weeks warning. Two weeks, you sometimes it's like only yeah, two weeks. it's like and if yeah, you had just downloaded it, it's like. Uh, yeah. What if I don't have enough time to beat this hundred-hour game? Like Red Dead Two is long. Yeah. You know? Or if you didn't want to play that specific, and they try game. to like incentivize you, like you could still buy it for forty. You could buy it at a discount, like twenty yeah. percent off. But it's like that's not that cheap. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, but to be fair, uh, you weren't. Some of these, a lot of what Game Pass is, are games that you weren't going to play anyways. That's true. Yeah. And you saw, and you're like, or maybe you wanted to play it, but the barrier of entry of, of paying sixty bucks, you're like, nah, not for me. That's what's appealing about. This acquisition, though, is that now all of these Bethesda games that do come to Game Pass as a result of this, they won't leave. Yeah. Now Doom will stay there. Correct. Yeah, because all of the Xbox first-party games are on there. They just stay there. They just stay there. Halo Wars is, is there. Yep. Forever. Yep. <laughs> like, even if just... it's even if it's underperforming <laughs> other games, because mm-hmm. I assume they take off the games that you know people aren't downloading as much. I assume that's what they do to make more room to yeah. put more games on there, right? So it, in a sense. It. In a sense, most of these are games. The the games that leave, most of them are games that it's kind of our fault. Well, they're all third. Point. No, I don't. I think it's really just like my guess is yeah. that they all third party studios. They say, "Hey, oh, put contract, our, yeah, put your yeah. game on here for a year." Yeah, and they say, "Okay, we'll do uh, this amount of time." And they set a yeah. certain amount of time that it goes up there. Yeah, because there's been games that leave and then immediately come back. Yeah, City Skylines left, and then the next month it was back on. Oh, because they paid for it. Yeah, because like they got a new contract, basically. Okay. So like, there's games that leave and then come back. I think that I, Xbox gonna is gonna work out the kinks. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a new thing. It's it's Netflix for gaming. It's it's something very progressive in the gaming sphere, and it's like, yeah, eventually they're gonna work all these kinks out. I believe where yeah. contracts may be longer and. Uh, they'll give you a longer notice before they take a game off. I'm not sure about the PC side. That was kind of cool. That PC was, I think it was only five bucks for Game Pass for the longest time as yeah. a beta. That was extremely generous of of uh, Microsoft at that point. Like five bucks, that's a steal for hundreds of games. You know. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. So, Zenimax owns the Elder Scrolls series. And we've had Morrowind and Oblivion on Game Pass before, I think. Oblivion for sure, maybe not yeah, Morrowind. I, I was bummed Oblivion got taken off. You but. can buy Morrowind on the store. Like, it's yep. across. You can buy Oblivion. It's, yeah. it's backwards compatible, too. Yep. So, it's obvious Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim will definitely come to Game Pass. Yes. All three. Which would be cool, because I've never played Morrowind. Oh, I, I, I kind of want to play Morrowind, honestly. Just to, like, <laughs> go travel back in time to this old-ass I think my brother recently game. played it you know in the past couple years and said it didn't really hold up there's no fast travel i know you gotta walk everywhere (laughs) but that could be there's a potion that shoots you up into the air a million miles and you know you could get around that but i remember friends in high school telling me that they would like tie a rubber band to their analog stick so they would just like have them walk across the map (laughs) what we used to have to do (laughs) um so okay so if they had so Elder Scrolls, so Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim, definitely. Yeah, coming, and then Elder Scrolls Online, obviously. And ESO, which is on there now. It's already on there, yeah. yeah. And I think they release expansions yeah. for free oh, yeah. every now and then. Oh, I hope they release all the expansions oh, on. Oh, I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that either. I was yeah. about to buy them, too. Yeah. Nah, I wasn't. 
The lie. Destiny 2 expansions <laughs> just went up for free. Yes. Yeah. That's insane. Anyways, go on. I'm at, okay, this is interesting. So I'm on the ZeniMax website just looking at their library of games. In the Fallout section, they don't mention New Vegas as a <sighs> game they made. Isn't that weird? They didn't make it. Right? But they, they did. They published it. They published. Oh, so this yeah, is like Max. Bethesda published yeah. games. It's got like Doom and Rage yeah. and Elder Scrolls on so here. So they show the Fallout section. So they show the Fallout section. They talk about Fallout 76, Fallout 4, Fallout Shelter, the mobile game, yeah. and then Fallout 3. And they what? don't mention New Vegas. Do you think that's because there is some animosity? I or... think there is. <laughs> I've always heard rumors that there's like this because weird... Because their game did better? <laughs> no, not even that it did better. I feel like there was always this weird kind of ownership that Bethesda felt over... Bethesda Game Studios felt over Fallout 3. Mm-hmm. And I think they didn't like that Obsidian were given the ability to make a Fallout game without them being involved. They used all the same assets. Yeah, because right? like... Was it called Fallout 3 New Vegas? No, it's called Fallout New Vegas. Okay. Because it was like Bethesda Game Studios made Fallout 3, came out in 2008, and then they immediately started working on Skyrim, and that came out in 2011. Yeah. New Vegas came out in 2010, just two years after Fallout 3, and it was made under like orders from like ZeniMax, the publishing umbrella, hmm. and they just like contracted <laughs> Obsidian to make it. And I think the rumor was always that Bethesda Game Studios was upset that they were allowed to make the game. Like their the, the Obsidian made it, yeah. yeah. Even though it's not their franchise. Like it's like this the that Fallout three. Weird. Yeah, so I know. So Zenima- Zenimax owns Fallout. Yeah, Zenimax slash Bethesda game publisher or whatever that is. Because Bethesda makes games but also publishes games. Is kind that, of, yeah. They're a there's publisher. Bethesda Game Studios and then there's Bethesda the publisher and they're kind of different entities hmm. but they have the same name. Okay. Yeah. It's so that is interesting that they don't yeah. mention Fallout New Vegas on their own website. But I'm uh, sure all those games will come to Game Pass. Because yeah. I know even Fallout Shelter is on Xbox One. Here's the thing. Will Obsidian be able to just put Fallout New Vegas on their website? I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe That's not. already on Game Pass, so. Isn't it? I think I think so. I think it is. I know Fallout 4 was on there for a while, too. It might still yeah. be on there, actually. Yeah. But that's the worst Fallout, so. <laughs> okay. okay. Fallout 3 and New Vegas are better than 4. Do you want to get into this now? <laughs> Uh, no, let's move on. <laughs> well, we can get into it. Now. Yeah. See, I don't like Fallout Three that much. I don't okay. think it holds up as well as it yeah. used to. Four holds up better, but we can go over this after the. I like, go over the games. Okay, so and then obviously Doom. So there'll be Doom 2016 and then Doom Eternal. But I think Bethesda published oh the re- the re-releases? the re-releases oh. of Doom One, Two, and Three and Doom 64. What I think, right? Let me just double check. Yeah. They, so, if they did, that just adds even more value to this yeah, acquisition. Yeah, exactly. There's like so many. They bought an umbrella that has a bunch of mini umbrellas underneath it. Yeah, publishers, and, Bethesda uh, Softworks. Yeah. Wow. So, so that's a re-release on Switch, right? This is a re-release on everything. Okay. They put it out on uh, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And, and 64? Stadia. Nintendo 64? Is yeah, Doom, well, this is Doom oh, that's 64. when it originally came out. Yeah, yeah. Doom 64 isn't just... Uh, it's a different game. It's not Doom on the N64. It's yeah. like a new game, which okay. I didn't know until recently. I didn't know that either. Yeah, it's so... There'll be Doom 1, 2, and 3, and then Doom 64, and those will come to Game Pass, I'm assuming. Which is cool, so... More value. <laughs> yeah, no, insane value. And then Rage 1 and 2 will come, I'm sure. Those are both uh, Bethesda games. Let me raise my hand really quick. I love those games. 
I'm played a the second one? I played both. Yeah, I, I didn't play I either beat, of them. I beat both. Uh, they they were interesting. They were the second one's nothing like the first, right? Yeah, yeah, nothing like the first. Yeah. The first, yeah, the it's first? hard to explain, but they were really cool first person shooters that were kind of semi open world. The second one was full um, open world. But you kind of go into little dungeons off the side of the road. I always heard the first stuff. game like didn't know what it wanted to be. It was like this weird kind of misstep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was fun to play. That's yeah, I've heard it, it's fun. Like I heard it, was, it feels good to play yeah, and everything. The vehicle combat. Game. You you had like back in the uh, back in older games. A lot of older games did this, where they had like random mini games. Like this one, you can. There was a whole race circuit yeah. where you you can you had a whole side. Uh, you know, set of missions where you can just upgrade your vehicle to yeah. to be better in races and uh, demolition derbies. Like that, you de- you can go into that game and just play the demolition derby part. You don't even yeah. have to play the story or anything. I put the story on hold for a little bit just so <laughs> I can get like first place in that. So yeah, there's like cool stuff like that in there which I, I appreciated. Um, and now the next one, is Prey. Uh, Prey, the Prey series, as well as. Um... It says Dishonored? No, it's the same developers. So the Prey, really? Prey games and Dishonored. Well, what's interesting is that Arcane's newest game, uh, what's it called? Deathloop? Deathloop. That's a PS5 exclusive game, and it's staying on PS5, apparently. Even though Bethesda's publishing it. So, so you're going to... Hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to load up Deathloop on your PlayStation 5, and there's going to be a Microsoft splash screen maybe, saying maybe. Microsoft Studios. I don't know if it's that soon enough that... How awesome would that be, though? You yeah, like load be... it up on your place in Microsoft Studios. I mean, Minecraft, Minecraft's already like that. Does it show Microsoft Studios splash screen? I don't remember. It might. That it probably be... does. Maybe we'll check it. It's on Game Pass. <laughs> Why oh, I guess we have to try it on PlayStation. I own the PS4 version, so oh, okay. Try, try, Could try check it. that out. That's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Like, we're gonna have what a t- what another attribute to 2020. Like, who would have ever thought of auto of out of all the weird things 2020 has brought us that. We have a, a Microsoft exclusive game on PlayStation. I mean, it's already what? it's been that way for a while, technically, with uh, Minecraft and yeah. the Outer Worlds was a Microsoft published game when it came that out. That came after though the, uh, the acquisition came after. I believe, no, though. came before. That's why I was on Game Pass, but it was already on track to be. Yeah, uh, yeah, they bought them when it was like six months before it came out. Uh, okay, so that's understandable. Yeah. This one's going like to be. Oh yeah, this one. They bought it bef- sooner than they bought. That's so weird. So it's going to be a year with this only on that. Do do they rip it away? They can't. No, they won't. They said it's going to be exclusive to PS5. For a year? I think so. It'll come. Is it timed? I don't know. I think it's a year. Okay, Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. It is timed. That one and the uh, horror game. They said the timed exclusive will stay. Tokyo something. Yeah. I forget Uh, what that was called. But there's... uh, Is it something among us? No. Uh, Evil Within, I think the same developers are making that the Tokyo game. Oh, I know what you're talking. But about. it's just a, it, yeah, it's a horror game. Yeah, uh, which I don't know much about <laughs> horror games. Not in horror games. No, there it is. Evil Within. But yeah, the Evil Within games, those will probably come to Game Pass as well. That's Bethesda as well, right? Yeah, Evil so. Within one and two, and then the Wolfenstein games. There's the Wolfenstein one and its expansion, the Old Blood. And the new order? Oh no, the new order is the first game. I never tried the expansion. I never, I never I finished the first game. I finished it. I need to finish. That's it. good. It's Wolfenstein epic. two. I never played the second one. It's and then Youngblood. Yeah, I've heard the I've heard the second one and Youngblood are not is, as good. 
I've heard the second one is so much better than the first. Really? But the I've expansion of the second one. Young Blood, I've heard, is garbage. Yes. Yeah, I've no, yeah, I know that's bad. It's like co-op and. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That yeah. Young Blood and Old Blood, I heard, was pretty good. But Young Blood expansion was not. But Wolfenstein 2 was critically acclaimed. Uh, I've heard it's not as good as the first, but I don't know. I haven't played it myself. So I heard the story was good. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I have it on my list of, of games to play. So maybe I'll try that out this year before the PlayStation Five. And then lastly is Quake. Lastly, now I don't know what Quake games are even available to play <laughs> on Xbox, but Quake. If there is any, they'll is, probably come. Quake to me is a PC game. Yeah, exactly. And Doom used to be a PC game. So if they reboot or at least put resources into a new quake that'd be kind of cool i don't don't know well that's another uh was it arena shooter yeah it's another uh it was built off of doom's popularity basically back in the day okay or it's our id software made quake yeah they made uh the original wolfenstein games doom quake and rage yeah, they made Rage One before they made uh, Doom twenty sixteen. I think that was the last thing they did. Yeah, Rage came out in twenty uh, twenty eleven. Oh, twenty eleven! Wow. What is this? This is it came out on iOS <laughs> first. <laughs> it must have been like a mobile mini mobile right. game. Yeah, there's no way it was the full game on iOS. Yeah, <laughs> like this came before PC. Like what? Um, but yeah, anyway. So I wanted to bring up so with this whole. Microsoft buying Bethesda. What is your favorite game on this list of games we just read? Oh, that's asking too much. <laughs> that's asking for a favorite child. Uh, oh, man. There's so many good ones. I am a sucker for the Elder Scrolls series. So, honestly, okay, if I had to put a name to it, the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. I already knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to think about it. I could have said it for you. <laughs> They're just everything's everything about that game was so phenomenal. The the leaps and bounds uh, that it accomplished after the release of Morrowind. Yeah. Uh, you know, following that release, Morrowind was successful uh, and critically acclaimed, and all that. It was an incredible game, but it. But something about Oblivion took it to that next level. Like it took all the, it, it pretty much enhanced every part about Morrowind and made it more user friendly. Uh, so the quest system is easier to understand and navigate through. So your builds, your uh, you know your different abilities that you can choose from, those were all easier to, to handle. Um, plus you had the you know RB and LB instead of the black and the white buttons which yeah. so so you, just the accessibility from the controller standpoint but uh, then you had a story which was really cool just like basically these hellgates were opening everywhere like that's a cool story cool sign me up <laughs> uh, which was more interesting great than, description uh, yeah more <laughs> went, yeah well there's more to it but yeah they, basically everything oblivion did on a technical standpoint compared to Morrowind uh, innovating on Morrowind was incredible, and it, and being all—I think it was a launch title, or maybe within the launch window. It was for sure, yeah. It okay. was within that window of 360. Because I remember it had the infamous first piece of DLC, the horse armor. Uh, <laughs> the horse armor DLC. You pay five bucks for armor for your horse, and now everyone throws money at the screen. I know, for a and dance, now so. <laughs> on Man, Fortnite, how far we've come. Yeah, so we complained about horse armor, which oh was which, which was a cool aesthetic, but. 
Uh, yeah, but now people be... pay twenty bucks for a Call of Duty skin pack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my kid is never gonna have the credit card tied to his. Anyways, so, I know it's, I don't understand that. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, but Oblivion, basically, on a technical standpoint, you're looking at a, it's a next gen game, uh, at least launch window. You got better graphics. Like, insanely better graphics compared to anything. Like, I remember thinking back in the day, like, oh, this is photorealistic now. <laughs> Oblivion? Yeah, That's Oblivion un- was photo re- photorealistic. <laughs> that I, game is so My brother now. and I were just, you know, jaw-dropping. No, yeah, yeah. I like, said it last week. I remember seeing Madden 2002 and thinking it was lifelike. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. The crowd. And, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it just it looked so good. And from a technical standpoint, you had... You know, I think that's when they introduced you got a spell or, or a sword in one hand or a spell and a sword in the oh, other yeah, hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they introduced kind of combining spells like that. Um, and every the storytelling, the side quests, you had uh, different factions you could join, which you couldn't in Morrowind, but they just expanded on it, made it more tight-knit as far as the story. Uh, yeah, I actually played more of the factions than i did of the main main story yeah uh because that that's one of those games similar to skyrim you just get lost walking from point a to point b uh you don't care about the story most of the time honestly you're you the world itself is intriguing and oblivion's the first one that actually introduced that uh on a grand scale and uh brought it to where Again, Morrowind, you said, like you mentioned before, you were having to walk everywhere. It was Morrowind. You had to read uh, the quest that someone would give you, and they would say it's 20 paces north of this uh, building and, and turn left <laughs> at, the, at the burnt tree. You know, it's like that kind of quest description yeah. where there was no waypoint. So when, oh, wow. when Oblivion uh, introduced the waypoint system and all that, it's just like everything was streamlined. That was a fun game. I put hundreds of hours into that. Hands down, my favorite uh, Bethesda game of of my lifetime of the, of all these franchises, I believe. The first Bethesda game I played was Fallout Three. Okay. And I played Oblivion later, but I only played it for like twenty hours, and I stopped playing it because it's old and it sucks. Wait, Oblivion kidding. was old. What Fallout Three? I thought Fallout Three came out first. No, Fallout Three came out in two thousand eight. Why did it look worse? It doesn't. Have you seen Oblivion? Okay, I, maybe my memory is not <laughs> Oblivion sure. Oblivion looks way worse. <laughs> I than thought Fallout, Fallout 3. Three looked bad when it came well, out. Well, Fallout Three has like the gray and like Oblivion eh. was colorful. I Oblivion think... has colors in it, but like the character models in Oblivion are worse than Three. Yeah, they're pretty much the same. But like, and like Fallout Three kind of has like a style to it. Yeah, like kind of the dim post like nuclear wasteland. Yeah, it's got like the cohesive style, mm-hmm. whereas Oblivion. Like right away, that camera just goes right into that character's face, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like, but back then it looked so good. Immediate, like uncanny valley. Like, what's wrong with this person's lips? (laughs) Like, it just looks so weird. All the proportions were, and and that's the thing is that Fallout Three also looks that bad now today. Yeah. But Fallout Three, see, it's it's funny because I think for different people, it was either Oblivion or Fallout Three, whichever one you played first. And you can love both of them. Like you're right, I did play Morrowind first. So I think, the Elder Scrolls series was already one of my favorites because I played it first. Well, not even just Morrowind. I feel like Oblivion was like the big yeah. step. Like Oblivion I just mean between Fallout and yeah, Elder yeah. Scrolls. That might be why I, you know, adore. But like Oblivion came out in 2005 ish, six, depending on if you played it on 360 or PS3. And then Fallout Three came out in 2008, and I feel like 
depending on which one you played first, that was like when open world games were like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Taking off. Yeah. And they were like, the only ones doing it very like that. Like well. Because you had like, like Borderlands, but that yeah. wasn't the same Semi. thing. That was like a loot-based thing, like a shooter. Yeah. Call it now. And like, there were still sections, like open world. Yeah, it's yeah. open world, but there's still sections. Fallout 3. Fallout was just a giant. Fallout 3 was like, okay, your save file yeah. increases in storage size the longer you play it. Yeah. Because it just saves everything. Yeah. Like yeah. if you move a cup in a house. Yeah. A hundred hours later, that cup is still in that same that spot. Was crazy. <laughs> like it saves yeah. everything. That is insane. Yes, but anyway, yeah. So I feel like depending on which game you played first was like the game you thought was like revolutionary. Yeah. So then, what year you you played uh, Fallout Three in two thousand eight? Yeah, and I so, played it like when it came out. That was your like, first Bethesda game. Yeah. You didn't even play Doom back in the day, or no, no, no. I mean Bethesda Game Studios. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, like between like Morrowind and Oblivion and Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Okay. So that was your first one, 2008? When, when out, did yeah. uh, Oblivion come out? When did Morrowind come out? 2003? Yeah, Morrowind's like 2003. 2002, 2003. That's the first one I played on the original Xbox. And then Oblivion is 2005. Okay, so I... Like, late 2005. So why were you so late to the game? Because uh, the Oblivion... You were PlayStation, that's why. I had a PS3 and Oblivion okay. was on it, but I knew Fallout 3 was coming, so I was like, I'm just going to wait for that. That was really cool. Because there was already previews of it at okay. the time. That's probably a, the difference between you were... Uh, you had both systems, but you were mainly PlayStation, right? Fallout 3 also just had, like... At the time, it had this feel to it of... You can go and do whatever you want in this world. And there were in some of the quests, there were, like, huge consequences. Mm. Like, specifically, the Megaton quest, yep. where you can literally nuke an Spoilers. entire city. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you can literally just nuke an entire city if you wanted to. Yep. And that city is just gone. All and, those characters and any potential side quest they would start, yep. they're done. And morality is just great. And in that, that game, felt right? like the first game where it was like, this is what open world is going to be. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, I think, honestly, Fallout 3 was, like, the start of where, like, leads to Witcher 3, you know? Like, where, like, open world just progressed. Like, Oblivion and Fallout 3 together kind of just created this huge... And it's sad because Bethesda Game Studios hasn't made a decent game since 2011, really. I mean, they made Fallout 4, which I like a lot, in 2015. 2011, hold on, hold on. Dishonored 2? No, I'm talking about Bethesda Game Studios. Oh, Bethesda Game Studios, okay. Okay. (laughs) Specifically, just that team. What was their last game? Skyrim? Fallout 4. Oh, Fallout 4. Yeah, okay. in 2015. I liked that game. I liked it too, but everybody, like, the consensus is that it was bad. Yeah, because so like it looked it. like a 2008 game. It's not I as mean, good not look, as New Vegas, and it's not as good as Skyrim, honestly. Like, Skyrim's yeah. a better game. Skyrim is, yeah. I mean, Skyrim just holds up better, Skyrim's, the, mainly because of the mods, That's honestly. a That's an unfair comparison, though. Yeah. Skyrim's a, sold 30 million plus. Skyrim it's like, lives on... It's a behemoth. On, for so long. It's, it's on... It's probably still on the top 10 best-selling games on Steam. It's, like, it's, it's always there. It's just <laughs> consistent. Well, People, it's on Switch now. It's like Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, if you buy it on PC, you can get all these mods and make it look like a modern game, you know? That's There's new water effects and new textures you can download, and yeah. it's crazy how much you can do. And there's a Skyrim Special Edition. Yeah, there's released. also the Special Edition. So that maybe has, that was their last game? I guess. Does get, I guess if you count that. They technically released 76. They did that? No. They okay. didn't, but like <laughs> their names on the box, but they didn't make it. That's, That's weird. weird. Is it just because the franchise Fallout? Yeah. So like, didn't Zenimax like they published studio? it? Obviously, yeah. But like, it says developer Bethesda Game Studios. Additional work done by Bethesda Games Austin. Mm, so it's a different and uh, city. 
as well as Zenimax Online, who yeah. makes Elder Scrolls Online, as well as Arcane, as well as it. So, so it was just kind of this conglomerate, like. Yeah. But then my conspiracy theory is that they just slap Bethesda Game Studios' name on it to, to try it. and sell more. Yeah. Because it's obvious that either that they damages, didn't. That's. Yeah, damages it damages their brand. Their brand. Yeah, right. that's what's so weird about it. That's what's always been weird about it. It's like. Fallout New Vegas came out and it was like famously just unfinished. Like you would just fall through parts of the map at some points. Fallout New Vegas? Yeah, New Vegas even. Oh. And Fallout 3 was Fallout 3 was really broken when it came okay, out. Okay, here's the thing. Fallout 4, I had the same problem. Uh this one quest, basically an entire uh little hole filled up with water and I was stuck at the bottom. I sunk to the bottom and it wouldn't let me swim up. So I was like stuck at some wormhole at the bottom. It was just everybody lake. everybody has their Bethesda Game Studios broken quest story. Like everybody has this. Whether it's in like Oblivion, Fallout, or Skyrim or whatever. Like everybody has this hilariously broken quest story. Like I remember, how my, do they get away with this? Like my friend Pierce had a quest in Fallout New Vegas where you unlocked the M1 Garen rifle in the Whoa. game in New Vegas, and he was going to talk to the guy to complete the quest, and he just fell on the ground. <laughs> and he was like talking to them, and as he was like walking around trying to find him, the game auto saved or something, and he oh. said he couldn't like get to him or he couldn't reload his file or no, I think he said his last save was like two hours ago. Yeah, so it was yeah. like whatever, I'm just not gonna get the gun. Like, and he couldn't get it. Wow. And there's glitches like that. Fallout 3 had a glitch where, like, a plasma rifle, like a special one, there were certain people where, like, you'd go in and it would be, like, elevated in, like, this chamber. And then for me and some other glitched people, it was laying on the ground and you couldn't pick it up it's unless you crouched on it and, like, slowly <laughs> spun in a circle and found the exact pocket where you could grab it. And I was just, like, slowly moving my way what? around. I spent, like, 10 minutes trying to so grab there the was, stupid So there gun. were glitches that happened to multiple people. Yeah. So the same glitch. Yeah. Not just, okay. And I think it's just a matter of just get the thing out. Why <laughs> is it... Why do we have forgiveness for this? Is it because it's such a massive open world that we kind of look over these things? Gloss Back over in the day, things? that's always... So in 2015... Witcher 3 came out in May. And then Fallout 4 came out six months later. And that's why Fallout 4 has such a bad reception um, now. Witcher 3 looked so yeah, good. Yeah, because Witcher 3 was so polished. Yeah. It has glitches, obviously. Every game does. But it's so polished. So well done. It's just hundreds of hours. Every side quest is interesting. Everything is amazing. Every side quest had a cutscene. You could say you don't like, like the combat, whatever. You know, like, it's subject to your own opinion, whatever. It doesn't matter. fun. Yeah, yeah, people always like, oh, the combat sucks, but I don't know. Whatever. Well, compared to Fallout, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the combat, you can't point. compare anything to Fallout. That's a good Fallout point. Sucks. Fallout 3, you couldn't even ADA, you couldn't aim down sights. Oh, my God. <laughs> but um, that's why they made, that's why they used the VAT system the way they did. Oh, really? Because the shooting was so bad. I was like, oh, and you could pause time and <laughs> yeah, just shoot cool. their head. That was, yeah. that was cool. That's why I think that's, I mean, even Oblivion and Skyrim, Kind of eh, yeah, combat they're, systems. They're the, wonky. Yeah. The first person view with sword combat, it, you're just kind of hack and slash, but it, it doesn't even look cool to do. It looks like you're like a robot, like you're just moving your arm up and down. Yeah. Uh, your shield comes up like instantly. Like no, I remember playing Battlefield Two with my clan way back in the day clan, in, in 2007. Whoa. That's a dirty word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a dirty <laughs> word now. I remember playing Battlefield 2 back in the day and people were like, oh yeah, I got Oblivion and it's fine, but the combat sucks. Like that was always like the, people always reference that the game sucks. We, <laughs> like, the we overlook we that just combat and we overlook the jank because 
uh, and we call it uh, like special sauce or what? It, <laughs> like just it's Bethesda magic, right? It's way uh, less forgivable now. Yeah, it's way less forgivable, and that's why Fallout Four got a lot of shit because they attempted to release a 2008 game well, in 2014. CD Projekt Red or, what was it? made Witcher Three and released it in 2015. They made the Witcher Three expansion, but it's been five years since that game came out. Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077, their new game, was supposed to come out, what, April? Yeah. They delayed it to September, and then delayed it again in November. That game better be, it better be good. really five. polished yeah. <laughs> and really solid. Five years. Like, when I Because we're not that, looking at another Witcher for another When I play three, that on, like, years. the Series X, whatever I get to play it on, it better look like you know yeah the greatest thing i've ever seen in my life no i'm just kidding i don't think it's gonna look good it's gonna be amazing it's gonna you know what you know what i'm nervous about yes what if it's like it doesn't work or it's broken on like the new consoles that's what i'm worried about i have this like because it's it's supposed to be an old console i have this pit in my stomach that like there's gonna be some weird hiccups with the new consoles just the new consoles just the new ones is that a thing because they're making these games for old gen Mm -hmm. so i have this weird worry like deep in my stomach like Okay, I'm gonna wait to play Cyberpunk Here's to get thing. it on the series. You X. buy it on Xbox or PlayStation current gen, you get the upgrade for free. They announced on their Twitter. So yeah, I just hope it. What works does that well. mean? I'm assuming it's gonna work. It should work. Does that mean you can play weird... it on both consoles if you buy it on one? No, you get the upgrade of your current console. I'm assuming. Oh, that's what I mean. Like, so if I bought it on Xbox One, I could play it on Series X. Yeah. Uh, and then I could go back to Xbox One. Let's say if the oh, Series see, S don't don't is broken, it probably depends on the game. It probably is completely dependent on the game. There's probably like they said <laughs> the PS5. Did you see this? No, the PS5 mean. version of Spider-Man will not take your PS4 saves. Oh my god! So if you wanted to just jump into your old save from which, PS4 on the which P- has everything completed, and- yeah, you can't. They're different what? games. What? Isn't that infuriating? Why? I don't know. It's a different game. They made it into a different they, game, basically. It's a PS5 version. Is it a version. remake of this 2018 game? No, it's just like an enhanced version of the game, and it's not compatible with the old one. How? I other, don't understand. Other companies I think are it, doing this. I think it's because it like utilizes the solid state, maybe? I don't... Oh, the load times? But maybe. even then... Even, it's so weird, like because PC games don't do this. Yeah, and like that was kind of the whole thought from the beginning. Like, okay, when you buy, like, I bought Fallout, whatever, about Fallout Three on PC like years ago, and I still own the game, and I can still download the game, and it runs better now than it did then. You know, and I could use my save from then if I wanted to, if I still had the save that I used in 2010 or whatever. Fallout Three. Yeah, something? anything, anything yeah. that I had on PC. Yeah. So you think that they would make it work, but. This is that's PlayStation though. This is PlayStation, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not worried about Xbox. They're Microsoft. They that's are true. Doing the PC thing. I'm just have this pit in my stomach like that. Cyberpunk's gonna are come out. Are you gonna out. buy it on PlayStation or Xbox? Probably Xbox because it'll look better. So maybe. much better. And I have the Elite controller too. So I'm a I'm curious to see because you were saying whichever that, next gen console I have. Yeah. <laughs> if whichever I can get a hold of one. Get, yeah. 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 We could talk about that a little bit, but uh, yeah, because you uh, okay, go on, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, rem- remember Xbox One X version of uh, what was it of Red Dead looked better than the PS4 ver- yeah. Four yeah. Pro version of yeah. Red Dead. Uh, so it's been that way for a lot of games. But now. I'm curious if, if that's going to happen with PlayStation Five and Series X. 
simply because the Series X is more powerful. True. And, you know, it has higher capabilities for those better graphics and whatnot. That's true. So are we going to see something similar to that where it's like, oh, might as well buy it on uh, Series X for a third-party game like that? I think the difference is going to be negligible, but we'll see. But we saw the difference with Red Dead. That's my point. But the the 1X is way more powerful than the Pro. Okay. The Pro is a very small step from the PS4. Like... It's did, really just like okay. <laughs> <laughs> like there's not a lot of extra power in there. It's really just like 4K capability. Who am I kidding? I bought it because I'm a sucker. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm also my original PlayStation was launch day PlayStation, so it was that's why space. that's why Microsoft marketed the One X the way they did, like the most powerful console ever, because it was a big. It was, yeah. It had more RAM, had a better GPU, had a better CPU. Yeah. The PS4 Pro was a lot of the same PS4 tech with just 4k capability sometimes. it didn't have a lot of extra power yeah and sometimes it's not even full 4k most of the time wasn't it up 4k and a lot of a lot of the time okay. but sometimes it's like 1440p i think which is honestly yeah. like you Still can't looks great you can't tell from 1440p yeah. that's the cutoff you yeah. can't see past unless you have like a 200 inch projector like you can't see the difference yeah i had an argument with my co my co-worker because he was saying well who's gonna buy the series s uh it's 14 they're not even doing 4k you don't Isn't need that it, what yeah. next gen is no it's yeah you don't need it and, you don't need and 4K, i yeah. would say a majority of gamers don't even care about that uh they care about price they care about uh games right they they don't necessarily look at the best graphics right so when this is a random tangent but it's relevant it's very relevant when ps3 360 came out in 2005 and then the wii and the ps3 came out in 2006 the wii was standard def and nintendo was like you know we don't really think high def's gonna catch on <laughs> and a lot of people look at 4k and think the same thing like oh 4k is the next step yeah. it really isn't like what it's is it? kind of take it or leave it like the jump from what's this 8K thing that I've been hearing about? Like, yeah, it's, what what is that? It's so baffling. I don't know. It's just a really high resolution. So even with 4K, don't you need the right cables to actually? Like, yeah, that's like, another. That's a work? whole other thing. That for 4K, you need special cables. Like there was. Yeah, are you talking about that article that came out that said yeah. that most people who have a 4K TV aren't even watching 4K content? Yeah. There was an article that came out. I can't remember the source. It's buried somewhere. I don't know. But they, it, there was like a little survey that said that most people who own a 4K TV probably don't even realize that they have to have 4K content to use it with. Yep. And they have to have a special HDMI 2.1 special high-speed yep. HDMI cable. And the input on the TV has to be 4K enabled. Yep. And, it's, <laughs> and to do HDR, you have to like go into your TV settings and like enable full color or whatever. That's like, why I bought an Apple TV 4K, like a 4K Apple TV. Yeah, I have one of those too, yeah. yeah. And it came with a cable, too. Yeah. Yep, which was nice. It came with a cable. The 1X comes with a high-speed cable, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, what's it called? The 2.1? I think uh, it's 2.1. I could be very wrong. And then I've heard of, this is going to get really nerdy, but, the, <laughs> but like the new LG uh, CX's. Uh, I don't TVs. know what you're talking about. <laughs> so they're like pretty top of the line gaming. I go TVs. into Costco every now and then I see those TVs and I'm just like, oh, yeah, they're expensive. I wish I had those. The TVs. C9 <laughs> was the C9 was the last year's model and it had HDMI 2.1 support. Uh, and apparently this new one takes away that, or maybe the oh, import weird. input inputs are different. And uh, people are saying it's because not enough people were actually utilizing it, uh, and a lot of people saw a 1080p, uh, you know players so it's it that is a weird 
it's it is a weird place that we're in where is 4K actually the future or yeah. are we still at least for games are we still looking at I feel like games are the only thing pushing 4K though, right? Like like what yeah, media well, video Netflix s- video streaming. So Netflix uh originals, a lot of them are 4K or all of them are 4K. But like right? if you buy or rent a new movie on your Apple TV, they're usually in 4K. Pretty much yeah, pretty much 100% of the time. They're in 4K or they're 2K upscaled to 4K. Cuz most movies aren't even shot in 4K. Explain 2K to me. Is that 1440? That's basically 1080p. 1080p. It's kind of like nebulous. It's like 1080p is the closest thing to compare to. We never called it 2K though. Yeah, I know. It's. I don't get it. (laughs) Basically 1080p. Okay. Like every Marvel movie is shot in 2K. Oh. But then they release it in 4K, but it's just upscaled. But most movies are shot in 2K. So that's not true 4K. No. So, did you know that? Okay, when I, I know this is like frustrating. It's when like, I pre-ordered my PlayStation Five, the camera, the PS Five camera, yeah. comes with it. It broadcasts in four K. Oh, your iPhone can do four K. Yeah, Dude, if I, yeah. iPhone. But that's the thing; it's just pixels. Pickles. 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 <laughs> <laughs> What's the pickles? It's like it's a matter of like, do these extra pixels even matter? And I think there's a case to be made that like. There's a point of no return to the point. Where I understand you can't... pickles more than I understand pixels. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> beyond 1440p, you can't see the difference. Yeah. What because, are the, some of those arguments that say the human eye can't even see past uh, well, you 120 can. frames? You or, can, oh, that's dumb. Yeah, that's stupid. You can yeah. see the difference between 120 and 60 and 240. Oh, I bet. And, yeah, yeah 60 to 120. If I could tell the difference between 30 and 60, yeah, exactly. I'm sure you could tell the difference. Just because the human eye sees in like 25 or whatever, what the heck it is, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can still see the like the extra frames that are coming at you. Hmm. Whether you can process. process every single frame, like it doesn't matter. It's still a little. That's better. always a dumb argument. But the uh, as far as pixels, yeah, it's always like games that are in 4K. They have all these extra pixels, and like games that are on Xbox One X and their Xbox One X enhanced, they're using all this extra power to process all these extra pixels that most people can't even see. Even if you have a 4K TV, hmm. like. Mo- like if you put a 1080p image and a 4K image next to each other on a 60-inch TV, it's kind of hard to tell the difference. Huh. But you could tell the difference. It's there, but it's really small. Like I'll be playing, um, you know, a 4K game on my One X. You know, like Halo. What? That's an old game. Or like, I don't know, any Gears, 4K Gears game. Gears Five. Gears Five. You play Gears Five on my One X, and then I'll go and play. Horizon on my PS4, my base PS4, and in some cases it looks better. I can't even see like the resolution difference. You know what I mean? It's more about like if the game looks if graphically it's better. Yeah, I think that's what it. And comes if it's down optimized to. better, and if it's like the frame rate too is a big thing. Yeah, like if you had Destiny two, 1080p, 60 frames, or 4K, 30 frames next to each other, it might look better on the. It probably looked better on the 60 frames yeah. one because it'd be it just looked crisp and smooth everything i when i see playback on uh youtube of of pc gamers streaming it uh, yeah. destiny destiny 2 and 60 yeah it looks better it just looks cleaner crisper when smoother. you have 30 and 60 next to each other next to each other 30 looks like a like a strobe lights going yeah. off on the, t- on gives me the tv yeah <laughs> it's so weird how i've you can... done it where i've switched between destiny 2 and then something like overwatch or going from destiny i 2 remember to... when overwatch came out yeah. and we were playing it and then we jump into destiny you're like oh <laughs> like what happened like you got slowed down like you're yeah. like sloshing in mud all yeah. of a sudden like what oh, man. yeah it... or even siege and people too. that don't 
people that don't understand that, I get it. Like, you, you might don't not care. Even, you don't care. Who cares? I mean, care, I don't yeah. want you to care. You know, but it's if like you're whatever. switching between a uh, first-person shooter and that's 60 and 30, you can see the difference, especially oh, yeah. going from one to the other. You can tell the difference right away, especially if you're huge into uh, competitive gameplay. I remember never... when we used to play Siege all the time. Oh, yeah. I loved that 60 frames. Like, it was mm-hmm. a buttery, smooth 60 frames. Uh, and, I, you know, going from that to Destiny, you know, after we were done playing or whatever, yeah, you could tell the difference. I played Siege two days ago with really? everybody. Yeah. No invite? What's up, bro? <laughs> oh, I send you an invite <laughs> next time. But it was weird. Yeah. There's so many operators. Really? They have so many Sam abilities. Fisher's in there now from Splinter Okay, Cell? Sam Fisher's in the game. He looks... He's called Zero, right? He looks nothing like oh, Sam Fisher. Lame. We're going to... Okay, There's no is, three... I want to see Josh's reaction on no, air please right don't. now. It is comical. Hold on. Hold he on, better on, have on. The, the classic three green goggle glow or whatever. He does. That's okay. like his logo or whatever. All right. Everybody at home... Look up Sam Fisher, Rainbow Six Siege, just so no. you can see. No. This is what he looks like. No. That's what he looks like. Is that Joel from The Last of Us? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? This is him. This that's is him. not him. Yeah. That's not my Sam Fisher. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's Sam Fisher. That's not. What is he? That's some alternate universe, bro. That's not Sam Fisher. That's not the Sam Fisher I know. That's him? Uh, that's what it looks like in the game i don't like it like whenever he comes up on the like character selection screen it looks you like would a never joke. know wait where's the three green goggle thing he has it in the game and he's got like, some special gun or whatever i don't know oh can you put the can you put oh, it there on it is. can you put the goggles on i don't remember i haven't played as him i don't okay. know i've only i saw like eric play what as him heck? once that I doesn't haven't... even look like i remember yeah, there um, is there's sam fish oh my god <laughs> That's not even him. And what's even funnier is that in his bio... Is it the same voice actor? No, I don't think so. It didn't sound like him. Okay. What is the point? When you go to the bio in the game, it says he's like 65 years old. Whoa. Yeah. He doesn't even look at him. He doesn't look 65. That's not 65, yeah. It's like 50-something. I don't know. What I'm looking at is not comical. Like (laughs) It's so weird. Old Santa Claus. Okay, that's what's funny is we were talking about this. Like, Eric was playing a Zero... And Eric was like, is this supposed to be like Sam Fisher or Splinter Soul guy or something? And Pierce was like, no, it's just like a third echelon member or something. And I was like, no, it's Sam Fisher. And Pierce was what? like, no, it's not. And I was like, the bio says Sam, Sam Fisher. Fisher. And he was like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> like it doesn't that's, look anything like him. Yeah. That's, it's weird. That's a bummer. And Sam Fisher deserves a full game. Come on, Ubisoft. Like on. we've waited. What? Blacklist came out. What, 2012? They should bring all the Splinter Cell games to Game Pass. And that would be oh, sick. Please buy Ubisoft next. <laughs> Microsoft. <laughs> that would be great. I can play all the Far Cry games. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is unfortunate because I believe Sam Fisher has shown up now in three of ga- three games that he's not even in. Like, he's not even a star. he's got his own VR game coming out. Oh, my God. So, he has, he has, he's been in Ghost Recon. Uh, Wildlands, and that was kind of like a cute little cameo, like oh whatever. Yeah, and then he but was playable. Then... <laughs> he was playable in Siege now, and he's playable in that mobile game, uh, something Squad, Elite Squad. Yeah. Uh, and now he's going to be playable in VR, but he doesn't even have his own game. But he hasn't had a game since Blacklist in 2013? 2013, 2012, 2012. Yeah, seven or eight years. Yeah, and, and even that a... game didn't have Michael Ironside as a voice. Yeah. So but he's been, still, they still did a better job with him than all these. Conviction came out in 2010. 
So it's oh been 10 God. years since we have like a full blown Splinter Cell it's game. It's not with like Michael Blacklist Ironside. did bad either. From what I heard, I, I don't think it did bad. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it, and I it played had, like, it. The hub worlds. Or when whatever, I bought or... Xbox, I saw Blacklist for like three bucks or five bucks. You know, when I first oh, bought you my played Xbox. all of it, and I, yeah, and I went yeah. through recently because I didn't get to play it back in the day when it first came out in 2013. I, yeah, I bought, I had it on PS3, but I only played like half the campaign, and I mostly just played the multiplayer. I think I moved on too quickly to PlayStation at that point. PS4. Oh and yeah, yeah, I was into Destiny and Assassin's Creed Four, Black Flag, and all that. So. I completely missed this game, and it was too expensive. I didn't want to drop sixty bucks on it. So, but yeah, th- I replayed it, or I didn't replay. I played it for the first time like two years ago. Yeah, on uh, Xbox, and it was incredible. The story was cool. the The gameplay and the combat was fun. Like, why is this game? S- why are they sitting on this franchise? Why are they dicking around by putting <laughs> them in little, you know, all these different franchises? Come on, Ubisoft. <laughs> that's my that's my rant for the day. Yeah, it's frustrating. I haven't I've played the first Splinter Cell. Wait, wait, hold on. How are we on Splinter's Wait, how did we get here? Were I we don't on Bethesda? Remember. <laughs> we were on Bethesda and then we got into I have no idea how we got here, but well, I don't I don't really care that much. Oh, honestly. oh, frame rate. We were going Oh, yeah, frame yeah, rate. yeah, 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 yeah. Um So you okay, so something like I've uh, played the first Splinter Cell. I played most of it, like the ninety percent of it. And I played a little bit of Chaos Theory. First not that much. Be- first one's the best one. I thought Chaos Theory was the best one. It I is. Everyone says Chaos Theory is the best first one. First one's my personal really? favorite one. You know why? Because I just cont- I that was one of the only games I had on the original Xbox mm. as a kid. Yeah. And, and I loved I just kept playing it over and I over. I remember over. playing the multiplayer in Pandora Tomorrow. That was cool. Like split screen on the PS2. Yeah. <laughs> was that like, was groundbreaking <laughs> multiplayer. <laughs> But then Chaos Theory had like the co-op, yeah. And I played that a little bit, not enough. Yeah. I have Chaos Theory on Xbox. I have Ooh. the disc that I got from GameStop. So on like X, is it enhanced for X? Yeah, but just like it looks a little, just higher resolution. That's it. There's no like new graphics. For some reason, well, like original Xbox games just kind of look how they look. It's kind of like eh, they're gonna look bad no yeah. matter what. But Xbox 360 games, you know. Depending on the game, they look really good. Yeah, like Oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the games that are 1X enhanced, like Oblivion, do look better. Oh, like Because really? like Dead Space, you put that in, it's going to be like 720p or... Which we're going to get on Game Pass. Why? Right? EA? D- uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't even think of that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but, How cool is that? Yeah. Dude, I'm sad I bought it for five bucks a couple months ago. <laughs> <laughs> five bucks, come on. I shouldn't have. I'm in... I'm a I'm dumb because I bought Dead Space for like five bucks on a sale on the Xbox store. I own it on Steam. And I can play it like sixty frames, whatever, like yeah. full blown like with all the, the controller best settings, with it, yeah. Whatever I want. Like the Elite Controller works on every Steam game, practically any game with controller support. That's whatever. So I kinda have the same problem where I see older games like that, yeah. and I'm like, I bet they'll be on Game Pass one day. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to buy it. Yeah, now, you know? now I don't buy anything on Xbox. I literally I don't. Yeah. I don't buy anything. <laughs> it's like, is I'm this terrified. working? Here's a question for going, bringing it back to Game Pass and all that. Is this work going to work against Xbox? No. It'll incentivize <laughs> other developers to put their games on Game Pass. <laughs> like, oh man, our game's not selling on Xbox. Microsoft's like, oh, we'll pay you a yeah. certain amount of money if you put it on Game Pass. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. I'm honestly, it's surprising to me that we haven't had, because we've had really big games 
they kind of blew up because of PlayStation Plus, like Rocket League, yeah, and Fall Guys now. Like Fall Guys would have been popular no matter what on PC, yeah. But I feel like it's exploded, yeah, because you got 120 you can million. Just play it on, you have 110 million PS4 users who could just play it with their yeah. subscription. Yep. And there hasn't really been a Game Pass game like that. You know what I mean? There hasn't been like a oh my god, this game just exploded. Outer Wilds. Maybe. The Outer Wilds. I mean, like on the level of Rocket. That's League. like critical. Yeah, you're right. The, Rocket that League, was more critical. Rocket League and Fall Guys are like phenomenons like hugely like did you oh breaking news a couple hours ago they announced or this today they announced that rocket league is going free to play i thought it was it's not oh did i just have it i just just had it but now you can like you'll be able to i probably got it with playstation yeah you had it on playstation plus but now you can download it for free on like switch oh cool yeah okay so you can yeah that's what i mean jump into that on switch yeah that's that's a fun one it sounds like a fun portable game yeah oh i think it's cross play on everything that would make sense. I think. They're, that was like the first smart. game to do it, I think, actually. Yeah. And I think That's Fortnite was awesome. the next one. Yeah. So my save from, or my whatever, oh, profile. Like you care. I don't do you, care. <laughs> I, <laughs> your car I almost bought like a Batmobile back in the day. Actually, <laughs> I think I own the Back to the Future skin. <laughs> yeah, I think awesome. I paid for that so one. So don't you want that to transfer? Yeah, I want that transfer. <laughs> <laughs> I had the Back to the Future car in Burnout Paradise, too. That was really great. Yeah. So Gay so Gay Pass kind of has this Gay Pass? Gay Pass. Game Pass. <laughs> game Pass. I need to pronunciate a little better. Enunciate. Oh, is that the wrong word? <laughs> <laughs> enunciate. Game Pass Ultimate. Ultimate is incredible. Fourteen ninety nine a month. Fourteen ninety nine a month. We're just chills here to advertise Game Pass. We you. are, dude. This is and this sucks because I am chills. That's the the funny are you a shill if you buy every console though? No, I just want to play every game. That's or have the, the ability a, to play. I'm a every gamer. Game. I want to play all these games that are coming to Game Pass, right? I, I, this... I want to have the PS5 yeah. to play Spider Man 2, yeah. Miles Morales, God of War, Horizon 2. 2. Well, that's in my PS4. A better version of Horizon, oh, Horizon 2. 2. And then I want an Xbox so I can play Halo. Yes. <laughs> Master Chief Collection. <laughs> no, get out of here. Okay, here's, that's the thing no, now. I want here's, to play the new here, Fable. I want to play Avowed. And here's all the these argument games. now. Here's the argument. You got Bethesda now. Are you ever gonna play? Are you ever gonna pay for another Bethesda game? No, <laughs> never. Why? Why am I ever? I didn't care about EA games, really, except I did like Battlefront. Yeah, the first one. I liked the first one for what the it second was. Second one was cool. Once it hammered out all of its weirdness, I haven't. I haven't played it. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It, Wasn't it on Plus? The first one was so good, though. Was it uh, on PlayStation Plus, or did I buy it for a cheap? Price? Yeah, I was on. I think it was on PS. I think Plus. it was on Plus because I have uh, it in my library. Yeah, so like I never really cared about EA games as much. I you know I bought Anthem for seven bucks when it was on sale. I know and I, I bought it for five it bucks when it was yeah. on sale, and I regret. I I don't regret it because I'll probably mm. play it on PlayStation Five because I'm sure there'll be a free upgrade to yeah. PlayStation Five. If they don't, they're idiots. Yeah, because their game fails. Anybody so not doing a free upgrade is stupid. Yeah, you're just like anti- control or whatever. Ugh, yeah, you're all oh, control. Yeah. So and are they a smaller developer? I kind, well, Remedy's kind of small, but yeah, I guess. not that it's small. Like, I get it's a not hard indie. It's a hard well, thing to balance. Like, it, like think about that. That's a smaller developer, smaller, I guess. But their their game, it does take time to you know put people on this to upgrade they're it for not, the new consoles. Like, they're not small, but they did make. I guess the story was they made Control for a really low amount of money. Like it was kind of on a tight budget. Huh. But they're not like a small developer. I mean, they made Alan Wake and 
We're sitting here and being like, yeah, I don't want to pay that, but then we bought Nintendo all 3D All-Stars, which is like all these old games. You want to talk about 3D All-Stars? <laughs> if you want to pivot to that's that. That's all but... I've been playing for okay. the past few days. Are we going to, uh, do, do we have anything else we want to say about the Xbox uh, Bethesda acquisition? I don't think so. That's been the um, only news last week. That was the big news, and then we kind of went into our favorite Bethesda games, which you yeah. did explicitly say your favorite. Oh, my favorite of like the whole umbrella of games? Of all of the Bethesda uh, Zenimax games. The one I've played the most is probably Fallout 3. But I'd say the my favorite and I think the best one is probably Doom 2016. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Like I think the be- like the one I played the most is probably Fallout 3. Yeah. Because I played Fallout 3. It came out I remember this very well. October 2018 and I played it a crap time. I played like 80 to 100 hours did everything I could possibly do in the game and by the end of October I was done played other games in November and then wait did you say 80 to 100 hours yeah 80 to 100 hours playing Fallout 3 now oh Fallout 3 I thought you were saying Doom my bad trophies were not a thing at the time Ooh. trophies came out in August of 2008 so before Fallout 3 came out but Sony didn't require every game to have trophies until January of the next year, 2009. Oh, it's required? So Fallout 3 came out with no trophies. That. It had oh. no trophies in it. They added trophies the beginning of December. And I went back oh, no. and played it another 100 80 hours. to 100 hours and <laughs> platinum the game. So that game I probably played the most and I just loved just because it was what? fun going back and platinuming it just like doing every little thing in the game. My brother, Scott, who wrote in last week, uh, definitely, I th- I believe Fallout 3 was one of his favorites. He, act- yeah. he liked Oblivion as well, but I remember him uh, playing Fallout 3 on the weekends uh, for hours and hours and hours, you know, so he, I, I'm pretty sure he liked that one yeah. a lot too, so I get it. I get that that's, so you would say that's your favorite or Doom 2016? I think Doom 2016 is the best, my favorite, like overall. I've only played it like, I've played it like one and a half times. Yeah. But um that game is just What amazing. do you like about Doom twenty sixteen? It's just like visceral and just you just running around shooting stuff and that's all it is. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just so polished and so fun. I like, beat that's that game. All it is. Yeah. yeah, you beat it? Yeah, I it's beat it. so good. It's it's so smooth. Yeah. For yeah, first person shooter, um the movement, I think that's what it is. The movement feels Fast paced, mm-hmm. you never feel like you're, you're you're always moving. You're always moving, and and I think it's designed that way. Yeah, it totally is. If you don't, you die faster. You yeah, know? It's like you have to. Just and I remember around. someone telling me that before I played it, so I actually intentionally moved a lot and jumped yeah. around a lot and like found new spots and stuff. And the way that game works is you you go into like one portion of the map and you have to find a you know different colored skull right yeah. like blue yellow or whatever and it unlocked different areas or you had to get all three pieces to unlock one area um there were some cool puzzles in that game not like puzzle puzzles yeah, but like, yeah but it was cool like in a first person shooter to have that mix up but the combat it just the i if i remember right you had to uh i think melee to get health well when you would do when you would shoot a guy and he would hit like a certain damage point he would start glowing, and then you would do the like finisher move on him, yeah. and then he would spit out health. So health was melee. So and you're then... trying to do these like finisher moves and like chain them together, basically. But to something get else was ammo, right? Yeah. So you didn't the... have to reload though, either. That yeah, always... the game incentivized you to play and 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 engage in combat in unique ways. That was really cool to see. Like I would have never cared about meleeing that many demons. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I would have rather shot them all, but yeah, it, it forced me to do that, and it actually was fun. 
something. Well, that's what incentivizes you to run around because yeah. you want to get up in their face to get yeah. the health boost. Yeah. Thing, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've been playing since Mario 3D All-Stars came out on Friday. And it is 60 bucks for three old games. Um, I wish... I'm So I played... Have you played it at all? Did you buy it? No. You didn't buy it? No. Okay. I'm going to buy it. I bought it and I played Sunshine. I got like, I don't know, 10 to 15 stars in it. And then I was like, I really want to play Galaxy. I really want to try Galaxy on this. And I have been playing <laughs> nothing but Super Mario Galaxy. Everyone says that's the best one. It is. Because yeah. it was 60 frames on Wii. Wow. Um, and it's 60 frames now. Wow. And it's just in 1080p now in 60 frames it looks so... Are you playing handheld or are you playing both. TV? Okay. Mostly TV. Yeah. Just like, for the frame? It wor- the no, not even just resolution. that, but like... So, in the old, in the Wii version, you would have like the Wii pointer, and even while you were playing, you'd have the pointer on the screen at all times, and you can use it to collect like the star bits. Yeah. When you play handheld, you have to just grab them with the touch screen. And it's kind of cool that you could just like swipe really quick and grab them, but like it takes your hands off the controller huh. to grab those like star bits and everything. That's on Sunshine? No, this is for Galaxy. Oh. Okay. Sunshine's the GameCube one. Now, for Galaxy on Wii, it's just, it works so well as a Wii game mm-hmm. on the Switch. Like, I'm surprised they haven't brought more Wii games to yeah. Switch. Because, like, the Joy-Cons work as Wii controllers. Yeah. Really well. That makes sense. Like, And you can do the motion controls, like, for the shake, for the spin attack. But they also map it to a button. Yeah, here's my. That was my question. Yeah, you don't have. Do you to have do, to? Can I use a pro controller? You can use a pro. So you have to use a Joy-Con or a pro controller. Those are the only two controllers that work, because, um, there are motion segments of the game. But a PS4 controller has it doesn't work. motion sensor. Okay. No, it only the Nintendo motion sensors will work. So I should buy a pro controller. You could just use the Joy Cons. Ah, uh, yeah. I guess. The Joy Cons work fine for Galaxy. Use whatever controller you use for sunshine i've been debating buying a yeah. i think i texted you earlier this week a pro controller or something different than my joy cons because i love the joy cons but the drift on them is yeah is pissing me off at this point i know well apparently the, the pro controller can have drift too really yeah i know like i was looking into buying one and in the reviews there is people complaining about the drift oh my god i know it's i infuriating. think my wife uh she's a nanny and she uh was watching these two kids great kids but man they i think they destroyed my my nintendo (laughs) because after that that's when the drift was extremely noticeable because they it's the way the kids i guess they don't quite understand you know that things could break the mechanics and all that like uh just whatever yeah yeah they just kind of go for it and they like they move their thumbs so sporadically yeah uh, they weren't really careful with it. They were fighting over the controllers at one point, so they're pull- yanking on the analog stick. It's just yeah. So I've been looking at it into other options. Yeah, you put po- you gave me uh you showed me uh Amazon link right. Oh, so you can buy like a USB adapter to use like a PS4 controller. I might wirelessly. just do that at yeah. this point. Twenty bucks. Yeah, so. but anyways, it's, move on. Yeah, Galaxy's amazing. I'm sad. I would have rather bought just a Galaxy collection. Of just Galaxy 1 and 2. There's only two, yeah. There's two Galaxy games, but Galaxy 2 is not on this collection. 
I think a lot of people would agree with you. Yeah, like it bums <laughs> me out that I can't just go right into Galaxy 2. A lot of IGN this. was actually, yeah. like, hey, like, I don't really care about these other ones, but Galaxy I wanted to replay. Even Ryan McCaffrey, who's known to be the Xbox guy at yeah. IGN, he came out and said, you know what, I, I really adored Galaxy, Mario Galaxy on, on the Wii. So I, he's like, I bought it and I went back and played it. And it was awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a bummer because... Galaxy 2 is the only Mario game, the only 3D Mario game that is a sequel to the previous one. Because you have Mario 64 and then Mario Sunshine, and they're very different games, super different. Mario 64 has like, like you go into each level, you collect the stars, whatever, but then Mario Sunshine completely changes the controls and gives you like the flood cannon. And then Galaxy has like the little orbital space gimmicks. Like, there's so, that's what, Galaxy has so many unique mechanics it introduces in every level it's insane and then they made a second one that introduces like more new stuff now do any of those mechanics transfer to odyssey no that's the wow. thing is so like odyssey every is its 3D, own thing every yeah. 3d mario is completely different from yeah. the past and then okay. 3d world on the wii u is like its own thing too like every 3d mario game is different but then galaxy is so good that they just made another one <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> wow. that's what's frustrating it's like why can they just bring galaxy 2 with this collection I'm hoping they release it at some point. Would people say Galaxy 2 is better than Galaxy 1? Most people say that, yeah. Okay. And I played Galaxy 2 at the time, but it's been so long. It's been 10 Maybe years Maybe they now. were thinking of just keeping it simple. The 3 They're going to re-release right? 2 for 60 bucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, aren't they re-releasing the Wii U uh, 3D Mario? What was yeah, the Wii U 3D yeah, Mario? Yeah, that's 60 bucks. yeah. What was that? 3D World. Okay, see, what is does anyone know 3D World? Yeah, people okay. know what it is. They just don't know about it because it was on the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's about I, it. I've heard more about Sunshine and Galaxy than I have about yeah, 3D World. Yeah, 3D World is not... Well, it's confusing, too, because um, before 3D World was 3D Land on the 3DS. Now it's a 3D Mario game, like a full-blown 3D Mario game on the 3DS, exclusive to 3DS. Uh, help me with the timeline on that. When did 3DS come out compared to the Wii U? 2011 in the wii u 2013 the wii u right? was only a year no. before oh hold on i'm a little thrown off you know what wii u is 2012 okay yeah it came out first before the other consoles okay yeah Girl. wii u is 2012 then the 3ds always a half step yeah see here's mario 3d world mario 3d world 2013 and it's actually i should take it back because I said there's no like Mario sequels. This game was kind of a sequel to Mario 3D Land on the 3DS, which came out in 2011. Okay, and I 3, love that game. The naming convention sounds. Yeah, yeah that was like Land, a brand 3D. new 3D Mario game, and you can only play it on 3DS, and it's still stranded there. 3D Land and 3D World. That's interesting. That's like, yeah, isn't that their naming convention for? Uh... Oh no, that's something else. But Land and World, right? Like, like Land Disneyland. Sounds... Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Disneyland, Disney World. That, so Disneyland's the smaller one, and, and Disney World's the bigger one, right? Yeah. So they kind of went with that. Oh, yeah. So, so this, is, this is coming to Switch next year. Does anyone consider it uh, a sequel? I don't think so. Because people think of it as like its own game. The big old two, you know what I mean? Like M- Mario Galaxy 2, that's obviously a sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I guess it's more like a successor. I could see that, because maybe some people didn't have 3DS and they had the Wii U. <laughs> doubt it <laughs> 3ds actually sold pretty well <laughs> better wii u, than the wii u i assume wii u sold less than the vita 
Oh my god. But yeah, I don't it's I don't know what they're gonna do. It's it's confusing too because this All Stars collection is going away at the end of March. You gotta remind me to buy it before that. <laughs> but it might not I'll even matter. What if week. they? Do, oh, I'm so frustrated. What if they like re-release it again with Galaxy Two? And like, then you'd so want to buy that. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know. I don't. They know would do that. They or would. Maybe they're gonna release it as part of like a collection Gal- of games. Hold on, Galaxy Two. When did that come out? What year? 2010. So it was before the Wii U. Yes. So they're re-releasing 3D World for $60. Yes. With a little expansion, I think, something about... Yeah, Bowser's Fury, yeah. Uh, For $60, which is insane. insane, yeah. But I guess we all bought... uh, But you can buy Galaxy, which is probably better than 3D Worlds, and Sunshine, and 64 for 60 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, the value is weird. Like, 64 alone is better than World. And you could say the galaxy is better than World. I haven't 3D played World. World you mean? 3D? Yeah, 3D World. Yeah, I haven't played 3D World, but like the general consensus is that it's not as special as any other Mario 3D well, Mario Odyssey game. was just and Odyssey's amazing too. Like accomplishment. The whole thing was so good. The whole thing's weird. I know your brother Michael played Odyssey more recently, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he he, he got a switch it. later than everybody else, I think, too. And he adored it though, right? He yeah, he loved, loved it too. Yeah, yeah, he loved. I think he liked it more than Zelda, honestly. Yeah, I liked it more than Zelda. Oh really? Wow! <laughs> You're not surprised about that. I never even beat. Uh, oh yeah, you didn't beat yeah, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Crazy person. I know, but, but yeah, I, beat, I, I mean, beat Mario Odyssey. There was the thing. There was a somebody came out on Twitter. I mentioned it last week or two weeks ago that there's this YouTube channel I follow called Modern Vintage Gamer, and they talk about emulation all the time. And somebody on Twitter has been data mining, um, the 3D All Stars. And they found that in the custom emulators that Nintendo made, that there's features in them that aren't even used by 3D All-Stars. Like certain graphical capabilities that are used by like Mario Strikers or like Wind Waker. Like certain other games on GameCube utilize these graphical features that are built in to this emulator they made. <laughs> Whoa. But 3D All-Stars doesn't use them. So there's like this thought that okay are they going to release more GameCube and Wii games I could see that yeah. and are they going to be limited again <laughs> like, <laughs> they're, that's right up in Nintendo like alley. are we going to get another like okay here's Galaxy 2 and I don't know Mario Strikers Charge or something you know <laughs> what I mean like are they just going to start bundling games together like I don't know why Galaxy 2 is not in the collection but I feel like they have every intention of 3D All Stars. They had to keep it three games. That's why. I assume. I guess. 3D, 3D All Stars. Right? Mario All Stars had four, though, technically. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, the side. Uh, yeah. yeah, it had lost levels on it. That's the full game, technically. I don't know. It's weird. I want to play Mario Galaxy 2. I don't want to have to emulate it. <laughs> so, <laughs> what what do you like about Galaxy that's better than uh, Sunshine? Um, It has. So, like. The like the orbital kind of gravity stuff, like you run around like these little tiny planets, and you like can jump between cra- planets, and they have like their own little gravity. What? Yeah, it's crazy, and like you can jump in between like these like centers of gravity. What? That's like a uh, Outer Wild. I haven't played Outer Wild. Outer Wilds. But, yeah, it could be borrowing from that. I don't know, but um, or I mean, Outer Wilds could be borrowing from Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. But it has all that, but then it has like its own. There's like. You know, the traditional, like, 2D sections, like Odyssey, you know, has, like... That was cool. Yeah, yeah, but, like, Galaxy does that in certain ways. It doesn't, like, 
change you into a little pixel pixel art or whatever but it has like 2d sections it has like the little orbital sections it has like open sections like odyssey where like you're in a big open area it's just ha- there's so many different things there's like the bisu and like there's so many mechanics just like constantly being it's like that feeling you play when, when you play odyssey when you just feel like you're just constantly discovering new things yeah yeah but i think it's even better than odyssey because you ha- like every level is just amazing and it's also not that hard better than it? odyssey oh it's better than odyssey i think is it bigger than odyssey no like the worlds odyssey in odyssey was... are bigger the levels yeah. are bigger but galaxy has more levels like way more levels yeah. but they're not as big yeah yeah each one of those worlds in odyssey seemed like there was multiple levels in between yeah it was like multiple levels within this giant huge what was there like nine levels like this giant yeah. like nine massive levels whereas yeah. galaxy has like 20 or 30 little levels okay i might like that better yeah no it's like they all feel self-contained and like this has three stars and it has like a little icon that lets you know if you have all the stars or not oh man but but, like the stars are not hard to find yeah but at the same time some of the stars aren't that easy to get Hmm. so i haven't had that much trouble so far but yeah like i'm gonna get all the stars odyssey i felt like hit a lot of stars yeah they're more hidden yeah yeah this game is less about like hiding them and they're some More about are, skill, trying to get, like, jumping yeah, up Yeah, some skill, but, like, it's not that hard, but it's not, like, super easy. Either. That's what I love it's, about it a good balance, too, Nintendo First Party, and uh, specifically the Mario games, is the ones that I've played. It seems like they're very intentional on where their placement is, uh, especially of these stars, right? They, yeah. Like, they... It's almost like they probably designed it in some weird, you know, uh, little big white room 3D of just like, uh, like let me, I want to try this mechanic and, yeah. and make this mechanic work to try to grab this star. Uh, all right, let's put this in the game. And they made each, like they, it seems like they put a lot of care in each of these stars. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's actually making me want to actually buy... Uh, <laughs> it this week maybe even i, know, I was gonna good, i was yeah. gonna wait a minute to see you know let things settle a little bit yeah. i was paying for a new console and everything i know so. i mean there's no rush as long as you know yeah. before march before march yeah do you want to do how many reader or listener oh. questions do we have i think two two uh one is just a compliment, compliment. you guys are great yeah let me see um any negatives yet <laughs> yeah they're all negative garbage uh let me let me quote this correctly um so evan from california writes oh. in and says quote side note i listened to the first episode of your podcast and it's great I've been saying, or I've been saving them for when I drive around to clear my head, but I haven't had much time this week with lesson planning for my students. But I love the length of your episodes because it lets me settle in and just feel like I'm hanging out with friends. That's exactly what I wanted this show to be. So that's perfect. (laughs) Thanks, Evan. That is awesome. What I really wanted this show to be was kind of like, uh rooster teeth used to have like the rooster teeth podcast and they used to call it uh drunk tank and it was the whole the podcast started as just them drinking and talking about games and they were just like hanging out talking about games they weren't like they would talk about like news and stuff going on but they weren't like 
oh, this just in breaking news. Like there were there weren't like newscasts or like full on analyzing. Yeah, games analyzing on a professional level. Yeah, because we're not that. Yeah, we're and not. they weren't that. And that's yeah. kind of what I wanted the show to be was kind of like the old drunk tank episodes where it was just like. <laughs> A couple guys just hanging out, talking about games. Yeah, we did that anyways. Yeah. Might as well turn that into a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's just like, and also just like an outlet for me, honestly, just yeah. to be able to talk about random stupid crap like yes. this. I yes. just want to be able to talk about ATV Off-Road Fury <laughs> and, and Star Wars Racer Revenge. And why Oblivion is better than Fallout 3. That's objectively not true. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, so another one really quick. This one's a little bit long. I'll try to read it faster. Um, David from California writes in and says, quote, your burnout discussion reminded me of an awesome game I played the crap out of on my PS3 called Split Second. And I'm wondering if you guys have played it. If not, check out this video about it. It sums up why it's awesome pretty well. And he linked uh, YouTube. And then... He continues and says, basically, it's an arcade racing game with super satisfying dri- satisfying driving and a fairly high skill ceiling, and you can also build up a meter that allows you to trigger events on the track to try to wreck your opponents, and those events can be pretty awesome. Explosions on the track, helicopters dropping stuff, airplanes crashing onto the track, etc., it's a game I played a ton of on PS3, and they were supposedly working on a sequel that got canceled. I would insta-buy a sequel if they ever picked it up again. All and right. Um, have you heard of this split second uh, from um, PS3? I have, and I've not played it. But, yeah, let's see, split second. Okay, yeah, 2010 came out on PS3, 360... I have heard it of it published as well. by Disney. That's weird. Disney Interactive Studios, huh? I so I have heard of this game, and I remember I've never played it. I was thinking there was another racing game like this that was on 360 exclusively, but I can't remember what it was called. But it wasn't this. But what's funny about this is this was developed by a studio called Black Rock Studio. Guess what they made? No. They made ATV Off-Road Fury 3 <laughs> and ATV Off-Road Fury 4. No way. So they like continued on <laughs> the legacy of ATV Off-Road Fury. That is awesome. And it's what's even connected. crazier, too, is they made MotoGP, which is a PC racing game that I played a ton. It came out in 2002, and it was just like a motorcycle racing game. I played that game. That sounds cool. I played that game a ridiculous amount. The only Way motorcycle game I played was Road Rash. Yeah, but I, I remember that game. <laughs> but that sounds cool. Wow. Small yeah, world. We're just going to keep cycling back to Look ATV Off-Road all, Fury. All these callbacks. Maybe that should be our new podcast name. <laughs> callbacks. <laughs> the ATV Off-Road Furry. A discourse about callbacks. Uh, furry ATVs. For, oh, no. <laughs> We have, okay, one this of these callback days, is going like three episodes now. One of these days. Oh, look at this. One of the platforms it was available on was on live. Remember that? No. That was a, a streaming service before Stadia. On live? On live, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, that was That's a streaming a platform. service. So it's Stadia before It was like Stadia? Stadia before Stadia and it failed. What? Yeah. I remember I used the beta what year and was it didn't this? work. <laughs> they were ahead of their game in 2010? Uh, I don't know about ahead. Um, oh, 2009 to 2015. Okay. Defunct 2012. Where do you see 2009 to 2015? In the beginning. On live logo. Oh, that's their <laughs> logo, yeah. Their logo lasted. It like, isn't it still around? Yeah, it launched like 2012. 
and then went defunct in 2015. Didn't last very long. Mm. Uh, I know Sony acquired their patents, and that's. I think some of that is used in PlayStation Now. This is the deepest I've ever gone into video <laughs> games where we're talking about on live. I know. Well, yeah. From I know. ATB, Off-Road Fury, and, Fury and uh, Split Second. That's just what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep derailing the oh show every God. week. Oh, my God. Instead Dude. of calling it... Uh, Thanks for writing in, David. That yeah. <laughs> this, wow, that is incredible. Just kidding. That, we're we're so, renaming it to derailing the show. Yeah. And I did... Uh, I did look at some videos in Split Second. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah, I know it like, looks fun. It looks fun. It looks like Burnout and, you know, in 2010. So it... One of these days we're going to have to do a Let's Play of, like, MX Unleashed oh or God. ATV Off-Road Fury. That's going to have to be our first one, right? Oh, yeah. That'll be yeah. the only one. Yeah, the only Let's <laughs> just... Play that we do. Maybe we could do Split Second, but we got to do Burnout. We should just record an episode while we're playing. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking... like a video show. A little side tangent. I was thinking, because I did get the PS5 camera... I might force you to get the PS5 camera because I believe no. <laughs> <laughs> I believe with its 4K capabilities and with their new what is it? It's not share button anymore. Oh no! It's the, the button? create button. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, they just renamed <laughs> it. But I I'm hoping that this create button allows you to uh, allows allows you to play with a friend online. Create. Your own video, so like broadcast your own video, and we basically can do a let's play when we're both in our own house. See, Josh, I'm not just sharing my video; I'm creating content creating. for the masses. <laughs> <laughs> this is speaking to the younger generation, all right. This little video I made of me teabagging my opponent in Call of Duty—that's <laughs> content I created with the create button. Yeah, this is yours. This is your content. <laughs> no, but I think it but might yeah, it might it. give us an easy way to do a let's play yeah, if fun. we're both at home and we could just hop on and set aside an hour to dick around in uh, ATV Off-Road Fury. Yeah, ATV Off-Road Fury. I don't know how we're going to acquire the game, but you know, <laughs> we'll just end up playing it on an emulator or something. Um, I'm going to find a PS2 emulator and play it. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if it's on Xbox One. It might be. Compatible. Maybe we'll, we'll look it up after, after the show. Yeah. I don't um, know. Is there anything else you wanted to add this week? Well, I mean, what have you been playing? Just the, the just all stars, uh, just all stars all it. week. You know what? I actually wrote down. <laughs> so I started Galaxy Saturday, or no, Saturday evening. I started Galaxy. It's now Wednesday, and I have eighty stars out of one hundred and twenty. So I'm almost there. Wow! To get the true hundred percent in Galaxy, you have to beat it twice. But I'm not going to do that. You have to get all one hundred and twenty stars as Mario, and then you unlock Luigi. Huh. And you have to get all 120 stars again as, as Luigi. Luigi. Oh. And then you does get, he like, play differently? Yeah, he plays a little differently. Okay. And he has his own like. That's like a new game plus. Yeah, but then you get like an extra level at the end. But I don't think it's anything special. I don't, I don't have time to Do replay he, the whole is game. There, as are Luigi. there abilities in these type in this game specifically? Nothing that's exclusive to Luigi. There's just like the B suit that you can get. They're more level specific. So it's not technically a new game plus if you're not keeping all your no old... you don't transfer anything over okay all right um new game plus Luigi. you know what i did write down something else for news that we yeah. kind of glossed over sure. we've glo- we, so we've glossed over this for two weeks now uh going back to news uh but i figured it, it would be a disservice not to mention this but oculus quest 2 oh was yeah announced and there was pre-orders that went live last week yeah so 
Does it play uh, Half Life Alex? That's all I care about. <laughs> I need to look that up. Look it up. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, but uh, n- neither Matt or I are uh, VR. You've thought about getting a PlayStation VR yeah. a couple My times. My brother Scott has VR. He has the Vive. <sighs> I don't know which version. Probably the first version. You gotta just uh, go over to his place and play it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll have to do that. COVID thing is. Oh yeah. It's mm. um, <laughs> probably the grossest thing too. Yeah, like putting someone else's on your headset, face. Yeah, spitting all over and sweat. Why are you spitting on a VR headset? Because <laughs> you're screaming. I, okay, so <laughs> I have played it. Game? I have played it pre-COVID. So I, you know, I've played. Uh, I've I've played VR before and it is incredible. Yeah, uh, the leaps and bounds that they're able to uh, accomplish. I played. I went to PlayStation Experience many years ago and I played the Star Wars like Squadron. They had like some X-wing expansion for VR for Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, this is years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, and that I was re- cool. I remember that. That was the only VR experience I've had, and so it was cool. But in Vive, there was a bunch of mini games like oh, okay. uh, shoot, uh, use this bow and arrow, and you actually oh. had to, you know, hold the bow in your left hand and pull back the string, like you know, grab an arrow and pull back the string and fire, and it actually felt like the tension, like you could feel it. Yeah, uh, in that's controllers cool. and stuff, and it, that was really cool. With the going back to the Oculus Quest Two, the only thing I know about this is Oculus is owned by Facebook. I believe. Yes, they are. So yeah. Facebook bought Oculus, yeah. uh, which kind of turned me off from it. I'm just like, oh, they're just <laughs> going to push Facebook gaming games or what, you know, like mobile type games. Just another way for them to watch Another, you. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't care about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's their loss. <laughs> they want to watch my every move. That's <laughs> how boring. Uh, so, uh, but the Oculus Quest 2 caught my attention because. This is You a, don't need a gaming PC for it. You don't need a gaming no. PC. You don't need a PS4 like PlayStation VR. Yeah. Uh it is all self-contained in the headset and your two side controllers. Um and in that headset apparently it has I I mean don't call me on this but I believe it has an OLED screen. So like, Probably. like in, in a crazy uh high definition screen. How much does uh, it cost? 120 frames. Uh you're looking at guess what? 399. That's the same price as PlayStation VR. Yep, three ninety nine, and I th- it's either three ninety nine for the high end and two ninety nine for the lower end. Uh, and the only difference between the high end and low end, I think, is space. Honestly, uh, I'd have to look. Yeah, up I'd have specs, to look up like what games you can even play on it. That's I what know. I want to know yeah. because like, this... can you play Beat Saber on it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I mean, you can. I don't know. And what does that look like? Do you just push on? Yeah, you just play it. <laughs> like just, that's well, a, but the what quest, do you do? You the, put the, the first you... quest was like that. Like you don't need a computer for it. So, but the first quest had wires, right? No. Uh, no? It's the same thing as this, but I think the two is more powerful. Two is more powerful. I've heard it's faster, you know, all the things. But yeah, the faster, quest, more powerful, even, better looking, uh, just lighter, the, the more comfortable. The qu- original quest that came out like last year, I think, just seems like magic. Like it's full VR with nothing, wow, no that, PC, no PlayStation, no it, hookups. Like that it's blows my, that it's like a uh, Star Wars with Luke Skywalker just throwing on that in Episode Four, I think. Right, he's just throwing on the the VR headset when uh, the blinders where you can't see anything that we're talking about. Is that all that was? I thought that was a cool VR. thing. You didn't know that. <laughs> it's been a while since I've the seen whole those. point of that scene is that he can't see anything. That's the why, line, that's why the line of dialogue. It, so why not close your eyes, buddy? Like you don't have self control to close your eyes. You need to rewatch that scene. <laughs> I and guess you're gonna, I gotta, like cringe at your this this conversation. Oh my gosh! I guess I'm not a Star Wars fan. <laughs> he literally says remember. like he puts the helmet on him and tells him I can't him, see anything. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the whole point. <laughs> um, 
Oh, well. So it's not like that. You just like retroactively were like, oh, that was like VR. (laughs) I just assumed my brain went straight to VR. But but that's cool that uh, Oculus 2 coming out, it actually made me think about it because I think it's $299 for like the 64 gig version. Oh, really? Wow. And VR games aren't that many gigs. Like, you know, they're a couple gigs each. Yeah, Yeah. uh, from what I heard. So, Well, I know the thing is with PlayStation VR, it gets... It's apparently the weakest one. It's the best-selling VR unit. Yeah, because of PlayStation. it doesn't look as good as, like, the Vive or any high-end one, but apparently it doesn't even look as good as the Quest. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah. Because, like, the PS4 is it's using a PS4, and it's got the headset. Yeah. But I guess the PS4 is weaker wow. than what's in the Quest 2. <laughs> like, wow. that's that blows my mind. So... I mean, the PS4 is seven-year-old tech, so I guess it makes sense. But. So if I'm right, and this is just a 299 entry for no cords and no system attached, yeah. no PC attached, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. if I get some extra... You're going to uh, get a Series X, a PS5, and a oh, <laughs> man, VR and unit. a Switch Pro. and a. Oh, gosh. I need, forgot about I'm no, I'm not even considering getting that. Really? I don't care. Honestly, I care. I, I don't care. Oh, really? As long as it doesn't have exclusive games, I don't really what care. What if it has 1080p handheld? Oh, that'd be cool, but I don't care. Yeah. I don't care that much. What if it has 4K? It's, no, they said 4K capability. The rumor is that it won't be handheld. Oh. That's the rumor. The rumor is that it's going to be just like a console. Mm, my, so they'll have the Switch that can do both, and they'll have the Switch my that theory, can just handheld. My theory Switch is Pro. that they'll, they'll just keep releasing games on the original Switch, and then you'll have like an enhanced Pro version of the game mm-hmm. on the Switch Pro. That'll be docked, docked only. No, I don't, I don't think you have to buy it again. Oh, okay. I think it'll be docked only. That's my theory. We'll see if it's true. They're going to try to make it as simple as possible. Yeah. Just kidding. It's Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nintendo made the the new 3DS. If it, so, if yeah. any of our listeners uh, know about know more about the Oculus Quest 2 or are interested and they do a bunch of research and can send us more information about it or we can, maybe we can do it ourselves. <laughs> no, we'll or maybe back next week. No, we're giving you homework. Yeah. So, <laughs> look up the Oculus Quest 2, check the specs, you see can, if it's uh, see if it's something you want. You can write in if you have a VR headset about your experience with yes, that. Yes, please. If write you in. like a job simulator or not. Uh, where can they write in, Matt? They can write in at adagamingpod at gmail.com. Or you could tweet at us, you yeah. know, whatever, or send us a text message, <laughs> which is some of the feedback is coming from. Don't give my phone number out. Oh yeah, here it is. Uh, no. It's five five five. But uh, yeah, ADA Gaming Pod is our handle for everything. Josh posts on the Instagram all the time. He's posting like random polls yeah, and all sorts fun. of stuff, fun that's stuff, a little fun side project. But yeah, follow the Instagram account ADA Gaming Pod. We also have a Twitter account that's. Not as active as the Instagram one. Yeah, Instagram I, I retweet stuff, uh, retweet oh, okay. news yeah. on Twitter. We only have a couple followers on that one. We have way more on Instagram. Follow so the, yeah, follow the Twitter one though, because yeah, that'll always post like when the new episode. Twitter will be go more, up. yeah, new episode, uh, and then just retweeting news uh, yeah. that's relevant to you know gaming. So, I'll I'm not gonna spam you, but you know I'll retweet the the big news. Yeah, I didn't get to go over the games I was playing. Oh yeah, but what are the, what have you been playing? I, we could do this really quick because I know we're pushing two hours now. But um, really quick because this was kind of I was just so excited to talk about All Stars. I, I didn't know. care about what you were playing. Uh, apparently, <laughs> uh, we could have done mine first and been over in thirty seconds. But um, so yes, me too. I haven't been playing much uh, except for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War PlayStation exclusive Alpha. You've been playing that? I went into it. Yeah, are you it was only over the you weekend. Kept this though. a secret. 
Yeah, so it was over the weekend. It ended on Sunday. I actually went to go play it Sunday, and I couldn't play it. I was a little disappointed, but hmm. I played it Friday night and Saturday a little bit. Uh, it wasn't I, available to play Sunday? No, they ended it uh, when heck? I went on at like 4 or oh, 3 okay. in the afternoon. They oh. must have ended it at like 10 in the morning That's or something. Weird. Um, but, or maybe 12, I don't know, but they, I played it a little bit on Friday and a little bit on Saturday and it's a call of duty, <laughs> uh, but how is it? I was impressed by how silky smooth it was even on just a PS4. And yeah. I know this is going to be a PlayStation five release as well. And a series X release. So it's going to have next gen, uh, capabilities, uh, I'm interested in the campaign more than the multiplayer. Yeah, the campaign looked interesting. It had a, it had some, it had Reagan. Yeah, it had Reagan in. It. <laughs> Who plays it's Reagan? Just, it looks weird and kind of wacky. Yeah, and it reminds me of Call of Duty. Uh, kind of the side stories of of, uh, of zombies. Yeah, right. And, and it's made the, by Raven, and they haven't made like their own game in so long. Like it's it's like a new Call of Duty oh. game by a new developer base. So okay, so. I actually have nothing bad to say about it. Yeah. Uh, the only, I mean, the only critique would be that it's just another Call of Duty. But yeah. I think they're they're going to put uh, Warzone on it, so that's going to be kind of weird. Are you're they? Gonna, yeah. So you're going to have War Warzone's going to live on. Are you serious? Yeah. It's going to be so Warzone's the new. Uh, Battle Royale for Call of Duty. They're cool. Oh. Yeah, you're gonna have what? you're gonna have Modern Warfare Warzone on uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh, there was they, I already saw the full title because screen Warzone's I, so popular. Because Warzone's so popular, I was it, wondering about that. It, so the title screen says uh, not not exactly. I'm paraphrasing, but it's like single player, you know, campaign or whatever. And then it says multiplayer, which is your standard. Then it said uh, Warzone, and then it's what? and then next to it was options. It was just like. And I'm assuming it's cross-play between Modern yeah. Warfare oh, yeah. and Black yeah. Ops. So they're probably not going to, they're obviously not going to make you buy. This makes a lot of sense. But what's going to happen, I assume, is you could, they'll probably get rid of the Modern Warfare one because it's right. free, right? So I think they'll switch it over so that now when you search Warzone on the store, yeah. you're downloading. Because now when you go and you don't own any games, you own no games, no Call of Duty games, you go and you want to download Warzone. It's a hundred something gigs, huh. and you're getting the entire Modern Warfare game. Yeah, but you can't play the entire. No, Modern you can't Warfare. play it. It's like locked off. But now they'll probably switch it up so that now you'll stand alone. You're downloading all the Black Ops Cold War game, right? Yeah, That's they probably won't do. They'll stand switch alone, it huh? over. They'll want you to be like, yeah. oh man, I have all this hard drive space. They probably because they want you to. They try to hook you on the ads in the game, like, hey, yeah, spend fifty bucks and you can get the whole game, and then boom, you have it. You already have yeah. it downloaded. You don't have to do anything special. It just unlocks. It, it. just unlocks yeah, it. That's yeah. weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I did that with creepy. Warzone. I unlocked the Modern Warfare game and I bought it. Oh, you did? Yeah, a long time ago. Why? Like in March or whatever. Was it? Because cool? me and Pierce should play it. Yeah, it's okay. fun. Okay. Yeah. How's the How's the multiplayer in that? It's really good. Just the multiplayer, I like it, not yeah. the Warzone. I like the multiplayer in that game. Okay. Yeah. My My uh, brother in law Jeremiah actually plays a lot of the multiplayer yeah. there. He says it's fun. So uh, with the multiplayer, so in in Black Ops Cold War, the new one, uh, it was it actually intrigued me because it was slower paced. Oh really? Uh, the time to kill TTK was a lot slower. Oh, and I like noticeably that. slower than Modern Warfare. Oh, I like that. Uh, not as slow as uh, like Destiny or okay, Halo, yeah, okay. especially Halo 
or Overwatch, you yeah. know, God forbid. But, <laughs> but basically, it, you know, it was noticeably lower where you actually had to strategize a little bit. You weren't just running out and getting headshotted. Instantly, yeah, yeah. You know, and hmm. that, I actually liked that more. Yeah. Uh, I played a close, a bunch of close quarters maps. Uh, what Call of Duty does great is, uh, their map design is just incredible. I, I can't believe after all these well, years, they still have, play too. they still have great map design. Like, um, I still remember the corridors in the one map I played that was a, like one of the smaller ones. Yeah. Like I still remember that layout just from a couple games playing it. Yeah. Uh, same with this giant one, which uh, for domination. So it was like capture the points or whatever. Uh, kind of Battlefield-esque. But oh. um, that one was – there was multiple – uh, ships like freighters and and whatnot, aircraft carriers and whatnot, and wow. uh, all the teams spawn on different sides of this battle like battleship field, right? Um, so there's a bunch of battleships, and you could take little boats in between the boats, and you could take zip lines in between the boats, um, and they're giant, they're giant boats. But you know, they, <laughs> uh, it was there's zip lines. That's it cool. was so cool. Like, uh, and the zip lines were fast enough where you weren't. It was hard to sh- get shot down from that. So. I appreciated that, especially with the slower time to kill. Uh, I feel like Black Ops had zip lines. I felt like point. I was good at this game. Oh, really? Uh, and that's probably because probably there's a public beta. And it was a public beta <laughs> on PlayStation. Uh, it was a uh, exclusive to PlayStation Alpha. Yeah. They called it Alpha. Oh, okay. Uh, and and but it was silky smooth, and it it <laughs> it makes me actually consider buying this game yeah. for. The new console. I haven't bought a Call of Duty since Modern Warfare 2, I think. Oh, uh, wow. Holy crap. I don't even think I played 3. Modern you didn't, you 3. bought Black Ops? Oh, is that after 2? Yeah. Modern Warfare 2? Okay, so then Black Ops is like Ops. 2010, yeah. I didn't play Black Ops 2, though. I think I just I fell don't, off. I think I had it. I don't think I finished it. So but anyways, yeah. that's my Call of Duty yeah. uh, rant. That was cool. Uh, it's yeah, I mean, it was free to play yeah. on uh, over no, the That's weekend. crazy that they're bringing Warzone through. Because, like... Yeah. In 2018, Black Ops 4 had the blackout mode, the battle royale, and that just yeah. got forgotten. Yeah, what but now Warz- is that just the first iteration? Yeah, and then Warzone was just so. Did they not support that anymore? It wasn't free to play. Oh yeah, so, so no one cared. Yeah. But yeah, Warzone went free to play, and yeah, it just exploded, exploded with popularity. Exploded and so many, and they, it was, yeah, that one was smooth too. It's just Call of Duty's always felt good to play. Yeah, it's always felt so good. it kind of. A battle royale just made sense. Yeah. Uh, really quick, I'll gloss over Monster Hunter World Iceborne. You've been playing. So then? my buddy was Did like, "Hey, I never gave you, I never gave you a uh, a, a gift for having a kid." What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he just he's like, uh, "I really like Iceborne. Do you have, have you ever heard of Monster Hunter World?" I was like, "Yeah, I played like eighty hours of Monster Hunter World." Uh, he's like, "Let me buy Iceborne, you know, and uh, we could play." And I was like, oh, "Okay, wow. cool." So and that friend was t- uh, Taylor. You know, um, and it was really cool. With Monster oh yeah, it was cool catching up with an old friend who lives in Georgia now. Uh, he's been moving around. Uh, he lived in he California. lives in Georgia now. Yeah, he lived in a bunch of different places. Wow. But, um, so I, you know, reunited with an old friend. Got to play some Iceborne, which I played the beta when it first came out. And it was really cool. I and I was planning on buying it, but never got around to it. So it was cool to actually jump in. I'm going to be playing a lot more of it because it's just, it's uh, I love Monster Hunter World. So. It's amazing um, that that game is big. It's so like Capcom's best-selling game. And Monster Hunter used to just be so obscure, yeah, and little, and now it's just massive. It's crazy it's to me. Mass appeal. It's it's a fun game. Uh, I jumped into just really quick here. I jumped into Raymond Legends. 
Oh, that game's amazing. And Sonic Forces. I don't know if that game. So <laughs> not good. So so those are polar opposites. But uh, Rayman Legends was free on PS Plus a while yeah. back, and so was Sonic Forces. Uh, I've kind of I've mentioned this before, but I was kind of going back and playing just all the games I missed on PlayStation Four before PlayStation Five comes out. Yeah, I wanted to go back and see. You know, okay, I got this for free. Might as well plug it in for two seconds you know so i that's mm-hmm. and that's exactly what i did i probably won't return to sonic forces it was cool <laughs> it did this weird thing where it switched between like going forward in 3d okay and then switched to side scrolling mid mission like mid running like you would fly you would be going forward to go off a jump and then the camera would pan around and you would all of a sudden be going sideways so i never knew which way my thumbstick was supposed to be pressing cuz yeah. you had to press forward in order to move in that game so i don't know that, was, that game was weird i think it didn't review well so probably not it's a sonic game yeah there was one sonic <laughs> game that reviewed well recently though so i, I think it's on my xbox i got to try that and compare it but anyway sonic forces whatever uh, rayman legends though i was blown away i didn't know that game yeah. was good rayman origins and legends are both amazing i would have played that a long time ago if i had known but i i totally missed this game yeah. and it was really cool and i'm, I'm definitely i feel like i'm going to try to beat it at yeah, this point yeah it's probably not that long it it's not there there's it was kind of overwhelming because you get to like the hud world and there's just a bunch of big pictures that you can jump into, like kind of like Mar- uh, what's it called, sixty four, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like that, but like two D. But that game was just it was fun to play. Yeah, like it's a side scroller, just weird, wacky um, platformer three three D side scroller. Wait, three D platformer? Yeah. Well, no, it's two D, but it's like on two D plane with two D plane with three D and. Uh, is and it's a platformer, like kind of precision platformer. A lot of it, it was like time. Yeah. It was about timing. Yeah. And it was about you don't actually <laughs> kill enemies. You just kind of use. Yeah, them. not really. Yeah, you just kind of like avoid them. I haven't played those games in so long. Maybe you kill them. I don't know. But it was fun. I'm gonna go back into that. There was some unique levels. I only played like five or six missions, but that was oh, fun. Yeah. So check that out if you ever if you did get it on PS Plus and and wanted and just completely past it or you know if it's on sale or cheap yeah, yeah it's a, that's a great game and i actually looked up the reviews on it and all the uh metacritic and everything it has high metacritic score yeah. and it uh, yeah i didn't i can't believe i missed this one i don't think i finished legends i don't know if i ever even there played was, Le- I don't mind there was a bunch legends. of dlc for it it seemed like i now that i think about it i might not have played legends but i beat origins but yeah they're similar who made yeah, Orton. ubisoft oh, okay yeah oh that's cool so that's yeah. like their big platformer yeah Okay. I don't know why they haven't put out another one. I think Legends has been a while now. There's right? a mobile game that I downloaded a while back, and I'm, now I'm going to play it. because Is it the same game? Oh, that's good. Is it point. Rayman Legends? I, I know. I think it is. Rayman Adventures. Oh, okay. Anyways, I don't want to pull this Josh up. Josh is loading it up on the show. <laughs> <laughs> just I think it's a Rayman Goes adventure. quiet while he's playing a game on his phone. <laughs> uh, we should wrap this thing up. We've been going for... Yeah, we're already two hours. It's wow. crazy. This is the longest episode we've ever done. Yeah. All four. Well, the first one we did was two hours, I think, right? Yeah, but we're over two hours right now. Unless, I guess you're going to cut out some things. But... No, not really. Like yeah. 10 seconds of dead air, maybe. I don't okay. know. Well, so, okay. Do you want to just do our plugs really quick? Yeah, well, I already plugged the... If you want to send us any questions or comments, ADA Gaming Pod, ADA Gaming Pod at gmail.com. Podcasts go up every Friday on podcast services of your choice. If you have any feedback, positive, negative, anecdotes, anything fun that you want to add to the show. Or you want to tell me that I'm wrong. Yeah, tell us that we're wrong. Tell me that I'm wrong. 
that Fallout 3 is better than Oblivion. You are wrong. Like kind I of thing, you know? seen or that you don't care and you want us to stop talking about it and you want us to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Move on, please. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. We yeah. hope you enjoy our rambling and just the amazing amount of work that we put into the show for you. And I hope you appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it. Damn it. <laughs> Anything you want to add? Uh, this has been a discourse about gaming. We love you. Farewell.